In Prendercast, another Carlton podcast, and we're brought to you as always by 121 Media and MGA. That laughter you could hear was these two idiots dropping the Veridesks as they do every week that the song starts. I told you we could set our watches to it, and sure enough, as it does happen every week, it happened again. Oh, my name is Sean Peter Bunch. You might know me from Twitter. <laughs> I'm here with Timbo Slice, as always, the good doctor. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you, uh, Sean. Caught up with my extended family today on Mum's oh, side. Oh, dear. It's a very, very rare thing that the McElhennies catch up. Too rare. Yeah. So um, I've got a cousin that now lives up on the Gold Coast, so obviously that's you know not a common catch-up. He's now got two kids, so fantastic to meet them and all those sorts of little things. So. You know, it's funny. Like You mentioned the Gold Coast. I went to the Gold Coast with Box Hill a couple of weeks ago, what, June, whatever it was, and you're sitting there and you're like, it's 21 degrees, dusk, going, this is pretty nice. It's not bad. <laughs> going, this is pretty nice. I kind of get it. Yep. I get the allure. Well, there's a million people now live on the Gold Coast. Mm. And once upon a time, it was just this little outpost that a few people used to hang out at. And just it, guys and his family. <laughs> <laughs> but it's exploded. It's, yeah. it, it's amazing. And like they had Commonwealth Games up there. We went up there for that on take, the trams, take, all that sort of stuff. It, it's actually a really – it's quite easy to get around too. Take, take away the rain – well, yeah. when the rain does come, it comes. Oh, does it rain? It doesn't stop. Well, we? uh, I think last week, Fab, uh, we'll go to you in a minute, but we were treated to a, a low-key, all-time great Tim Davis moment on pod. I don't oh, think right. this has quite gotten the attention it deserves. A few people brought it up today, which I thought was funny, so it's it's made an impression on them. Um, how do you see this week at post going for me? <laughs> You were, you, were as, you were as certain as anyone who has never done something. How did it go? It was fine. The Tuesday was, as I expected, busy. Yes. And the Wednesday was fine. Well, I'm glad that you got through your short week. <laughs> that was you telling me what to expect at work in a job you have legitimately never done was absolutely outstanding. I, I honestly don't think it got enough love. A few people, it, it tickled them, which I appreciate. <laughs> I have a strength of my own convictions, Sean. We've what what before, am I going to say? We've said it before. <laughs> if there was such a thing, you would be the Boulder Dash world champion. I, I reckon Absolutely. you might be on, onto something there, buddy. <laughs> and we obviously heard the voice just before of Fubba Ganoush. You're here, and I've got one question for you to lead us off at tonight. Are you ready, prepared, and willing to concede that you got Weezer wrong? Uh, no, we, we, I'm happy to have a two-minute just a, initially, a, a discussion I just with want to you. say this. Initially, no, no, I, I've, I've re-listened to the whole thing. Because initially you've confused, you came you've for the confu- band. No, no, no. You, I didn't you, come for the band. You did. You came no, for the band and then when you went for the album and then you went for the song. So yeah. the goalpost moving no, 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 no. astronomically. You, you've, you've focused on the whole – We I actually said on pod and everyone – people have DM'd me and said – Actually, you raised why didn't he play Buddy Holly? Because you I got the track totally wrong. No, no, no. You, no if no. you don't concede that, I don't need to concede that. But you got it wrong. Well, you, for everyone that told you that I got that the song isn't wrong, even released as a single cannot be a banger. So, do you want to ignore the critical mass of people never listen to it? Do you want to ignore all the people that came and said Jonas is a great track? No, I'm not saying it's not a great track. So it's it, not that me just saying, completely punctures your argument. My favorite song of ba- uh, of uh, Thriller. Right, which is one of the greatest albums of all time. You can dispute all you want. It is, right? I never said it wasn't. Right. My favorite track is "Baby Be Mine." That's, that's fine. My, I, it's not, you can't say, "Oh yeah, that's a banger." Most people go, 
So, so the fuck is that? A banger. Have you ever heard that, Timbo? I'm not sure that I have. I no. may have. But, but have you I'm, heard... Uh, I'm not familiar with it. Billie Jean? No, Beat I'm, it? Yes. Thriller? Yeah, no, them. Want to be starting something? Yeah, you've so, heard so them So all. you're telling me... So that, just because the that, album's good and no, the no, artist no. is good... Listen, listen. So you, listen. It's not a banger. So you're telling me that unless it's a single, it can't be a banger. No, no. Because without it being a single... Almost. No. Without it being a single, it doesn't get the some critical the mass... Have, some of the best songs yeah. ever have been singles. Yeah, but hold on. You you talking about it like it's one of the greatest albums of the nineties? It's it's a good album, and it's what did your mate Aunt Della Sola say? Because you went to him for counsel, and it sounds yes. like he slapped you down. No, no, no. You've missed. See, every, it sounds every, like every one of my mates has gone. Sean's misunderstood. No, Aunt, no, Aunt's no. had a go at me as a laugh. I it asked sounds him. He like said he he'd said, play twenty other Weezer songs ahead of My Name Is Jonas, but he loves that song because he loves Weezer. So. But he What's said that's the argument what, then? It's a great track. No, but he said it's that's not, a, not banger. a banger. No, it is a banger. This I'm is not saying it's not a – look, I'm going to listen to it. And good look, song. I might like Not it. a banger. Right. A it's, good song is a banger. That's good the song. No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, no. That's a banger. A player is no. a champion. There are only so many champions. There are only so many bangers. bangers. Be, okay, let me just – you two need to shut yeah, up. But a banger – 90s bangers take you back to a time. That's the first – that's the first track. That's the first impression of one of the great albums of the 90s, one of the great debut albums of the 90s. That is the first – song that's like as a killers fan um jenny is a friend of mine is an absolute banger yeah. because it is the first track on their song. album not, and not is, a banger no, no. mr brightside is a banger no 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 banger. jenny oh, oh you're saying that now are you conceding that that's a no 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 you said it's the no, greatest no, so song jenny, of your generation i said it's the greatest i said it's said the, the song mm. the song of the generation the fact that they played it again at the mcg the other night we'll just Shelve that. No, but the fact that they sing it at Ann Arbor in front of 120 fucking thousand people and they all sing it in unison, we'll just shelve that. But the point is, yeah, but you Jenny know, is you a friend of mine, like my name is Jonas, mm. is the first impression. You chuck this album on, who are these guys? I've heard a bit about them. And you're like, fuck, this is pretty good. And it makes you want no, to no. go, what's See, next? No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. You that said, makes it a good track. I've heard that of makes these it guys. Hold on. I've the heard Weezer of the- Blue album was selected because it is an iconic 90s record. It is one of the great debut records of the 90s, and you can say whatever the fuck you want about so it. Statistically, it didn't chart anywhere. It sold 15 million copies. Yeah, the while others didn't. are selling 40. The <laughs> album you I've I've kept this in reserve because I listened to this album during the week when we played um, Bittersweet Symphony. <laughs> when we played Bittersweet Symphony, do you want us to repeat what you said? Yeah, but hold on, about you're talking about urban hymns. It, I said it's one of the great albums of the 90s. You know how many copies that album sold? Oh, you're going to give me 10. 10 million. Yeah, use your illusion. How many albums but this thing, that so no, you're but saying, you refuse to play but, a track. But this thing, you're Never saying, mind no, 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 is the no, no. album of... We, we might get to it, Fab. We play three songs a week. Mate, we might get to we're it. we're at round 13. You're, not, you're, not when we lose. No, you're, saying, you're, 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 carrying on, you're carrying on like just because it hasn't been mentioned, it won't be no, mentioned ever I again. I don't think... The point I'm making is but you're, you're, you're decrying saying, an album that sold... Half as many copies no, again no. It as the album great, you think is the greatest album ever had no listeners, had no like it had more listeners. Sean, I have no issue with the album. I have no issue with the band. Well, you did initially. No, I didn't. I said, why didn't you play Buddy Holly? You I said, also then gave you didn't know kudos who they for the uh, the '80s cover album. Did I not, Timbo? Because it, I was, was talking you through but who they are. You can't play My Name Is Jonas as a '90s banger. There the is, rationale. There is a billion okay. songs ahead of that. The rationale. There were a billion songs off the Blue Album are there. <laughs> No, no, ahead of that in the 90s. It doesn't have to be a, Weezer, oh, a track off that album. If it's going to be when a Weezer song, When are you playing a song be, off yeah. Dangerous? When Ever. are you playing? Sean, I love, point. I love that you love Weezer. No, this is they're, the thing. They're not one of my... They're not one of my See, bands. Ignorance, but, but, Tim. Ignorance no, 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 is no. not an excuse. No, no, I, no, no, no. It's not. A, it's just no, not no. a banger. They're, they're not just one of mine. But, I, but I, you last week you decried it as you didn't know who they were. And that's no, why I know who not. Weezer is, no, but, but you didn't know, know who, the song. So no, this is the thing. No so one knows that's the song. Not a, that's not. But I'm that's, not. A, but I'm not a Weezer fan. So but that's I, not an excuse. 
No, no, I'm not saying I don't need it to be an excuse. You're making all, it one. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. But he's all actually... I am saying is I love that Weezer is one of your bands. I, I didn't I, even I, say that. Wait, you're, 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 yeah, no, you're interrupting me let while I'm trying to talk. Because he's dribbling shit. No, he's not. He's making a point. I'm I love use the, the mixer. I love the mixer. I didn't want to have to do that, but I'm having to censor you. But that's that's conceding defeat. No, it's not. Anyway. Anyway. That's exactly so right. So the point yeah. that you guys last week, the you've defense, shifted. No, we haven't, no. Made, we haven't made our point. No, no, no. It you won't shifted let us. from Weezer don't qualify. No, we to, said my that name song is Jonas. Don't qualify. Don't qualify. You, last week you were carrying on like they don't qualify because you didn't know them. People need to know the song for it to be a banger. Yeah. You can't say, "Oh, take me back to the nineties." Ah, uh, my name is Jonas. No, people my name aren't is Jonas. Doing that. My name is Jonas is a better song than some of the other songs on the playlist. There's no question about it. How many it. people have said to you, and I love the way you like you only focus on the eight people who fucking agree with you, but the no, ones no. who are going, yeah, Weezer, I don't know who the well, fuck that is. Well, I liked it how you didn't reply to any of the people who disagreed with you. You just put at Fabian. You just added me yeah, on everything. you I'm could not, weigh in. Mate, I've got a job. No, so gonna... you could weigh in, but you, you chose not to do that. No, no, because you said, oh, Weezer. We, no, I'm not talking about my name is Jonas. Ant Dallas Oll is the biggest Weezer fan I know. He said, so he does he reckon that's not a good song? 20 songs ahead of it. No, he's, he loves every song they make. So he doesn't think so. Right. What's, what's his problem with it then? He should understand. But it's not a banger. It's not it a, is, even Ant said it's not, not a banger. It's about context. So the reason I played Regret from New Order mm. is, Again. Because, is because it won't listen to me, Fabian. Oh, you won't listen to any of you us. You won't listen because to Because you're both talking absolute crap. No. So Regret, regret from New Order. <laughs> Did you Mike watch the video? Like flatliner. Did you watch the video? Which video? So again. No, no, which video? Ignorance is not an excuse. So Regret from New Order, apart from being a really good track, and it is. Regret is a yeah, great that's, song. that's fine. Okay, so we agree it's a great song. Yeah. yeah. Regret from New Order featured a video mm. with David Hasselhoff as Mitch. Yeah. That's why it's a 90s banger, because it's fun, it's silly, it's fun. Well, how many other videos had Baywatch tie-ins? Is there anything more 90s than that? Seriously. I'm not even joking. Every video Michael Jackson made for the, off the Dangerous album. Have Baywatch Sean. in it, did it? Every video no, on the Dangerous it, album it was, has Baywatch tie It was an event. I'm not saying about talking maybe about Michael Jackson. Maybe when you Jackson, were you're, sipping you're on your about, formula, you're your baby formula, Michael, you missed obsessed, the event. You're obsessed with Michael Jackson, mate. Move he's on from Michael Jackson. He's the biggest artist of all time, barring Elvis and the Beatles. Yeah. Well, he's the only one that was diddling kids as well. Does that, I mean, <laughs> we got to talk about that? Does that Does that? No, rule, but my point is... Is that like AFL Hall of Fame eligibility? You refuse to play... Nirvana. No, this is a thing, Fab. You're talking, you, Fab. I love how you, you keep... No, no, but people have said you keep using... It's a seminal album. Of the it night. is. It's not. Never the, mind the, is. Ten is. And you're yet to even dip into that thing. Fab. You've played fucking Fab. late 90s kind of alternative that rock. That was a 94. Yeah, but I'm saying... But that you focus too heavily on that. You haven't played anything. Fab. We're at round 13. Fab. Just you haven't they, played any pumpkins yet. Just, they're not going to play pumpkins because they're shit. You haven't played any Pearl Jam. Not you haven't gonna? played any Guns N' Roses. Not you haven't, going to. Fuck, you haven't played Nirvana. Overrated. Yeah, high whatever. School, high school band. Jenny, <laughs> Jenny was a friend of mine and my name is Jonas and Nirvana's a high school band. Sean, I didn't, I didn't Sean, say they were Sean, a high school Sean, band. You're, you're showing your immaturity. I didn't say they were a high school band, mate. Oh, please. So this is the point. Please. This is the point we're making. The point is it's not a banger. The point that you're making. The point that you're making, it's not a banger. That's fine. And that's fine. I'm not saying it's a bad song. It's a bad album. They're a shit band. Oh. Do you, want, do you want my review? If you would have played my, Buddy Holly, I would have said, yeah, everyone who had Windows 95 knows that song. Do you want song. my review of Urban Hymns? It's a good album. Ordinary. Couple well, of good songs. Couple well, of good songs. Sorry, Molly. No, no, a couple of good songs. Molly. But Mo- ordinary. move on. 
I would, I would <laughs> Rick D's. A lot of people like that. <laughs> I like it. This Glenn is a, a. Baker. <laughs> this is the funny thing about the Rick D's jab is that you're more of a music jerk yourself up type than I am. No, no, no. A million times worse. You and Ted, you and Pete sit here in the office and what's the game you play when you have VH1 or MTV on? Oh, what? Title and artist. They play a game. It's a quiz, a day-long quiz, Tim, as to as soon as this new song starts, give me the band, the song, title, the album. As no, soon the, as, al- the album as only soon as the song starts, genre. they have a head-to-head hmm. All day. It's on the scoreboard. They've got a scoreboard about it. <laughs> hey, Friday. So I'm and, Pete, and, oh, I was going to say you got Pete's done. Very, you got Pete's 15. very niche. Pete's not very poppy, yep. but he knows careful, a lot of songs. You've got to be careful using the word you using the word niche. Just quiet. No, no. Pete, Pete's, Pete loves his. Pete's great with music, but when it comes to and he, he's great in the nineties, but he's not very commercial when it comes to the nineties and stuff, right? So but that, he knows that, a lot. He knows a lot of the songs because he heard it from his brother's bedroom. But so when he gets up and he gets like a few points ahead and whatever, he starts to get lippy. Like the other day they were playing Neil Young and all that stuff and he's just quick. He's quick on that stuff. And he's seven nil up and he said he got lippy. And I was starting to get nervous because we only play out of ten. Next song, out of and she's got no hit. I'm telling you, she's got no hits. I'm not saying she's a great artist. Next song was Jennifer Love Hewitt. Mate, the first note and I just went bang, bang. She is your girl, though. Oh, Christ, that film clip. <laughs> so these two guys play a game about who can identify music yeah. quickly, and I'm Rick Dees, <laughs> is my take but Rick Dees, this whole thing. I said this. If there was a Prenderverse, he's in it. La Bamba. Is that true? He's in La Bamba, yeah. He's the, the Bob, the other Bob, Barbo, goes to... It's a bad movie. It's, <laughs> most people like it. No, but this is the thing. This is like the banger discussion. I get why you like it because it means something to you because it's Kelly likes the movie as well. You probably watched it. To- I think every one of our generation. But you probably watched it together maybe however long ago and it holds no, some no, sort of special kids. It was on as kids but whatever. All the time. And that's yeah. the thing. You go, yeah, but it's not a great film. No, I think it is. I like it. It's hokey in a Sunday afternoon. It's on at one o'clock in the afternoon. What the hell is this kind of way? No, that's never on at one in the afternoon. No, fab. As in, it's the type of movie that you come across at a midday movie. And you're like, what is this? It's better than that. It's better than that. Blue Diamond Phillips. Just having a conversation with you is infuriating. <laughs> What's they Blue say, Diamond Phillips? They say that I'm argumentative, Tim. Every single oh. thing I've said to Fab today has been, no but. <laughs> Tim is too nice to... <laughs> Sean, Sean, I love you, my I friend. say that I'm you, fucking you, argumentative. You are... A Hall of Fame member when it comes to He's not the first argument. Ball- first ballot. Oh, this guy must be second ballot. He's not far behind. He may be, but you are wow. the best. You are the best I've ever come across, mate. Pre- where, if the credit last, where it's due. You the, are the man. If the last forty-eight hours have proven anything, to tie me out. Do you know what he in a conversation? Say, you got, have to be a very special I was talent. Say, you've got some and, stuff mate. Up. You have to even. We've been on for fifteen minutes, and I'm I'm looking at you going. <laughs> we may have to edit some of this, this out. This guy is fucking different gravy. We don't edit. <laughs> no, we don't edit. Everything stays. In. We are who we are. <laughs> We're a bit lazy. Um, got Special. some. Uh, what was that? Reviews. Yeah. Were you going to say something else? Uh, I can't remember what I was going to say. It was literally two seconds. I know ago. It, was, it was coming out of my mouth, and you spoke, and then I stopped, and it's gone. <laughs> um, we do love the reviews. Keep them coming. Uh, they've dried up a little bit, which is fine. But you know, if you want a shout out, it's the easiest way to get a shout out is to leave us a review. Um, Bam Bam Barber's done just that. Bam Bam Barber. Barber. Yep. Um, Tony Barber. And uh, the Flintstones character, yeah. Uh, we've got uh, Sean, Fab and Tim have created easily the most entertaining Carlton podcast on the platform. 
in each installment, you're likely to hear a bit about the Carlton Football Club, hopefully some 90s bangers, Manchester United quotes and round ball personalities, fierce debates covering world and local events, music and the music industry, celebrities, currently deceased persons, <laughs> movies, fabs furniture, Chinese restaurants and quackery. Absolutely glorious. That's a, that's a good review. I like that. Yep. 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 A couple of the last few reviews we've had, I've actually really enjoyed because they really do you know, nail it. We got, I got sounded out via email by a potential sponsor. Wow, we. Uh, the sponsor that Fab was teeing up obviously ran aground. We spoke about this a week or two ago, and a really quite accessible price point was obviously far too great. I've actually not bring, approached the conversation with him. So, yeah. Well, you, you want to do that. Yeah, I shall. I'm being busy, mate. I'm not sure why he didn't do that. Pete, Pete literally, had, Pete had the sniffles and decided to take three weeks off, mate. It's just you know, because <sighs> he had COVID. No, mind you, you do a rat test, and who knows if that's fucking accurate. That is true. Um, what were you talking about the sponsor thing? And I said, no, yeah, you, I said you, to the guys, go, oh, it's an interesting kind of like potential tie-in because I was thinking, I was like, we're actually this is a bit of a silly product, and I think we'd actually sell it really f- in a fun way. Because like we're okay. we're we're well, stupid, we're silly. Get the cash and we'll be silly, mate. I'll sell whatever they fucking want <laughs> if they're signing us a check. Prenda <laughs> uh, DJ. Last week's song was "Party Hard" by Andrew WK. I tried to find the two or three people who actually got this correct, but you didn't use the Prenda DJ hashtag, oh. so I couldn't go back and find them. They were responding yeah. to other things. I should have screenshot them at the time, but two or three people did get it right. It was about ruining Essendon's party. Yeah. I did enjoy that. I, that was a really good one. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. He's got a couple of good tracks. They're all about partying. Yeah, it's a good, that itself is a great song. I thoroughly enjoyed that driving in on the Eastern Freeway when I was listening to it. He did uh, did another one, We Want Fun. That was in Jackass, maybe, the first Jackass. Kelly was watching it like a recent Jackass. It's it's all about the, the it's stunts. Had it's had its Nah, time. it's all about the stunts. If the stunt's good... Like the best one, jamming I- funnels up your butthole and not great. Pouring in like chili sauce and stuff. It's just nah. It's yeah. My favorite, one of the, the best ones. Very lowbrow. <laughs> well, like it used to be high, high water mark. No, no, no. It's even lower than where it was. Yeah, it used to be real prestige TV areas. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but like one of my favorites they did on one of the last movies. I didn't see the very last movie, but maybe the third one was they were in a hallway and they were obviously walking in in the morning or coming into the shoot that day. And one of the guys at the end of the hallway would go, like, put his hand up, like, high five. He was, like, 15 metres away. And then when the jackass guy would, like, put his hand up to wave at him, a big hand would come out of a hallway and smack him. (laughs) And it was, like, it was genuinely brilliant. Because it was the classic, they don't know what's about to happen. No, no, that's it. They're about to get hurt by a giant hand (laughs) slapping them. Uh, Speaking of which, we need to talk. We need to do some housekeeping. Yes. I sent a tweet out on Thursday night, which has caused some <laughs> consternation. Really? Yeah. I you might no- have seen it. <laughs> Hadn't noticed. <laughs> and look, anyone who knows me, and this is – I just want to get this off. Everyone's like – or some people are, oh, you're still going or let it go. It's fun. So no. <laughs> I, I let nothing go. <laughs> Move on. You're like, why? It's why? fun. <laughs> go. I didn't get in the Hall of Fame for nothing. <laughs> yeah, just put that ring on this finger for no reason. No, everyone's like, oh, you know – you should just let it go and move on. You're still going on about it. No, it's because more idiots would come out of the woodwork and want to have a crack and want to say whatever. And it's – I just took the position that their stupidity cannot be allowed. They cannot be allowed to walk around thinking <laughs> they're right for even a second. 
if they want to have such a ludicrous position and opinion and think that I genuinely wanted Shea Bolton to be murdered on the football field, <laughs> they need to be told they're a fucking moron. You never asked for it either, but you asked for him just to be put in a body bag. So and if we they, had to take everything literally... but they Well, this is a funny thing. We were, we were laughing. cracked it open a bit. We were Did laughing. he need to be dead first before he got right. put in the body bag? Maybe we just wanted to put a scare up him. Yep. You know, put him in the boot of the car, drive him around, <laughs> make him sweat a bit. No, but this is the point. Fab actually said something when I walked in the door, which was really funny. He was talking about his youngest boy wearing a Spider-Man costume for the last two days. And what did you say, Fab? Three days. What did you say if you wake up tomorrow and he's got the costume on? I'll murder him. I didn't fucking think he's literally going to murder his son <laughs> if he wears a Spider-Man outfit tomorrow. Show some fucking common sense, people. Honestly, some big shout out to a guy, CFC Fan 200, absolute superstar, my man, my ride or die. You two guys went fucking missing. This guy rode in. Now, I defend you when in certain areas with certain communities. This guy when rode you needed in. assistance, I've been This here. guy rode in. He was sitting shotgun with me and we were mowing these dead shits down. Young guns. Shout out to CFC Fan 200. So I just think it's one of those. It's so fun. I, I enjoy the back and forth about it. I loved and I found it completely mystifying that there were so many people out there who took it literally mm. and couldn't couldn't conceive or couldn't delineate. Well, no, clearly it doesn't mean actually genuinely kill him. Yeah, like like this is this is terrorism <laughs> that you're advocating for. No, we're not we're even just that. gonna kill people for actions like, on the football field. Like it's like Did you watch in Karate Kid when that guy told Johnny to put uh, Daniel in a body? Cracking bag? line, one of one of did, the lines yeah. of the eighties. Did you legitimately did you <laughs> he does that laugh after it? But did you legitimately think He's just told Johnny to murder Daniel. You know what I love? He's gonna he's gonna end his life at the Sun Valley Karate Tournament. He's laughing, right? He's like, he's laughing. He's telling Johnny, yeah, put it, get him a body bag, all right? He's taking the piss out of him, mate. Three rounds ago, he beat you. <laughs> yes, if I, exactly. I wanted revenge. I'd shut up. So look, I just don't want to spend too long, but I've had people say with a straight face it was a death threat. Wow. I've had people say, oh, you might incite some violence against him. We've had people say you literally wanted him to die. And it's just like, as I said, people who are this fucking dumb. Some would say be Shea allowed. Bolton was probably the one that was more likely inciting violence for his actions on the football field. No, and look, ultimately, I didn't want to Carlton play to murder Shea Bolton because the last thing we need to do is lose another defender. It'd be another defender. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> At right. At the moment, Durden goes down for four weeks. We can't afford to lose Doc for 25 to life. <laughs> okay? So it's just such a funny thing. And I made this note, like the, the cabal of complete soft cock bleeding hearts who came after me. And I don't want to... This isn't about singling out one person as such. We had a Hawthorne fan who kind of was responsible for it blowing up because she found it and retweeted it. And... I need to be careful how I say this because someone will take this completely the wrong way. If you want to talk about football, I don't give a shit or anything. It doesn't matter none of my business. I was going to say, that I don't care football. who you support, your gender, your sexuality, your ethnicity. I don't fucking care. Talk to us about footy. We've proven. We'll talk back. <laughs> we'll have a conversation with you about it. But if you're going to talk about this stuff, have your head screwed on. And the irony, the complete irony and lack of awareness, Tim, that a Hawthorne fan would sit there and go, oh, that's a bit too far. Did we not just live through the era of unsociable football from the Hawthorne Football Club? Like, I'm, I was sitting there and I was thinking, did I completely imagine Jordan Lewis punching an, inf uh, an informed Todd Goldstein in the face one night? Did I completely imagine Hodge lining up Murphy and breaking his jaw? Did I completely imagine Ruffhead running through the stoppage and smashing into Lockie Henderson? Did I completely imagine 
Matt Spanger riding Franklin into the turf at the first contest of the grand final, trying to hurt him. Did I completely imagine Roughhead smashing into Dan Hannabury in that game? What about when Daniel Howe just punched Cripps in the face? And got how away about, with it. How about when Kyle Hardigan just smashed Sam Walsh? That's right. Did, yeah. I, did I imagine this? So if you're sitting there and if you're thinking teams do not have names on whiteboards or players that they target for one reason or another, they might be a really good player, they might be a hothead, they might be perceived as soft, they might be perceived as a smartass, you're kidding yourself. If you don't think that teams don't go out to go put a hurting on this guy. Well, it's the classic, uh, was it the Bulldogs that went after Michael Gardner or was it the other way around? Or when the Giants went after Bont. Yeah, that's it. This idea that, was, that it doesn't yeah. happen or teams don't do it or we're not sitting there going, Bolton doesn't disrespect a player, a leader, our club. Richmond's response was telling. Everyone who's spoken, the coach, the captain, senior leaders, Neil Baum, have all said it's crap. Yeah. Hated it. Yeah, because they know, you know yeah. what? It's not even about what it says about their football club. It's because they know you put a target on your back. Yep. Not just against Carlton, but when we play you next, they're going to come for you. Well, Jack Ginevan is now getting booed by every single supporter of every single club because of what he's done to a couple of other teams. And it's up to him to handle it. This is exactly right. You 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 do the crime, but then you do the time. I made the note here, Tim. For all the crap that I've caught. I'll talk about, to you about that off pod. I don't want to bring it up on pod. What? No, it's all right. No, no, I shouldn't have even said that. No, you shouldn't have. Um, for all the but, but he put you're exactly he puts a target on his but back. For, and, and and opposition supporters of other teams, um, he's he's now will the, have seen it and they will respond. He's to it. now the pantomime villain. Yep. And the next time, for all the crap I've copped about that tweet, the next time we play Richmond, just imagine if Doc collars him. Can you imagine it? What's the roar of the crowd? Oh wow! Are we the only ones remembering that moment? Yeah. What and, and just likewise, what happens if Bolton skips him, slips him and kicks a goal? Oh, Richmond supporters Richmond love supporters. It. Are they remembering that moment? Absolutely, they are. The target's on the back. So the idea that, oh, we've overstepped the mark, oh, no, he'll be physically targeted. Yeah. It'll be up to him to see if he can handle it. Which, after the incident on Thursday night, he absolutely did not handle it. No. No, not at all. So, as I said, eye-opening couple of days, to be honest. Um, alarming how many complete morons there are. They breed. They breed, I've noticed. Um, And, yeah, so ultimately if you thought that I literally wanted him to die on the field, just listen to that statement again and think, geez, is that – does that sound right? No, probably not. I think we should move on. Otherwise, child protective services are probably going to knock on my door tomorrow morning. (laughs) Well, hey, mate, you you live and die by what you've said. You said you would – if he put the – if I've learned one thing, everything's literal. Relocate that costume, Matt. <laughs> yeah, just hide it. You'll find it. It's gone. You won't find it. He'll sniff you, it out. <laughs> he, hey, he won't find it if you throw it in the bin. Yeah, it's an option. Or put it in your car. I like. I like that he likes it. It's just the fact that he won't take it off. You know what you need to do? You need to take an old page out of the old Hall of Famers book. <laughs> patience is your ally. I've got very little patience. No, no, this is your problem. So just let him wear it for fucking – if he wants to wear it for four weeks. Nah. Nah. Nah, just let him. Nah, then what? Then be the parents of the, who let their – Why do you care? The stinky kid. Yeah. No, 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 wash it. <laughs> say we've got to wash it. We'll get it back to you tomorrow. <laughs> so you can wear it every day if you want, every single day, and he'll get to the point where he goes – because the fun of it for him is that you don't want him to wear it. No, no. He just wants to be Spider-Man. No, no. Because you, you telling him don't wear it, you're not wearing it, we don't want you to wear it. Just call him Peter. <laughs> yeah. Why, why Peter? Parker. Oh, Peter Parker. <laughs> That's right. Jesus. Oh. 
Oh, sorry, I didn't. I didn't get the. Uh... It's only one of the f- most famous fucking aliases in the history of pop culture. And Bruce Wayne is Batman. What? <laughs> what are you doing there, Fab? You're doodling away. I'm doodling. Well, I, I, I do that every episode. I draw a watermelon. Sorry. That sheet of yours. Have you, is that Bart Simpson's foot? It kind of is. Yeah, it started off that way, and obviously, it's been a pretty busy day. Tim it's a Bez. Sunday. <laughs> it's a Sunday. How dare my daughter? So I hope people, be... I hope people like that little prelude. It's a bit of fun, you know. When we lose, I don't want to spend too long talking about the footy. Well, that's exactly right. Uh, but ultimately, we can talk about the game now if we want. Yep. Do we want to? We have to. Quickly. Thanks for tuning in tonight. I suppose that's about <laughs> it. We'll just go to the bon outro. Uh, <laughs> Let's um, go. The game itself. I thought uh, we were a bit slow to adapt. Yep. I thought we were smacked at clearance. Yep. You know, we cobbled together. Was that? I heard it too. Yeah, did you hear that? Yeah. Did you notice your voice just went like real weird? Yep. <laughs> I was like, there, there, we, hey, this short started looking at the mixer like. No, because look, like here, like, like we can do these sort of effects. It's like a megaphone. <laughs> this is this is a different one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is a good one. Hey, shut up, shut up. This is, this is the Beastie Boys with intergalactic planetary, planetary, intergalactic. 98. How do I fucking turn this off? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> we're just going to do the whole podcast like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought we weren't very good in the contest. Sticks. Sticks, turn Ah, shit. Yeah, that was a weird voice. I, don't, I was like... Because then you spoke normally, and I was like, why the fuck isn't Fabian's channel? <laughs> uh, but no, so I thought we were, we were smacked at the clearance. We, we cobbled together about 10 minutes of good footy, and that was almost enough. Yeah. Um, you know, the shame I thought watching the game was our best 22 might be able to win the flag. A mate of mine. Their best 22. Can't. Might make the eight. Yeah. A mate of mine who is Collingwood supporter. And he does know football. That's a surprise. Yeah. You got teeth? He does. Don't know if he doesn't know, own. <laughs> he doesn't know eating apples or anything like However, that. However, he he said to me on Friday afternoon, he said, I think I saw the premiership winning team last night. And I said, Mick, you are on drugs. And because he, he wasn't talking about Carlton. But I'll give him that Richmond knows how to get there and how to perform when they're there. That's not a premiership winning they don't have the, They don't have the talent They anymore. don't have the cattle. They don't. Um, they got Th- the th- jump there's on There's not us enough there at all. And they played us better. They played they the They had one better. bloke missing who's out of form and not in the frame of mind to be able to play football anyway. Every <sighs> single other player was available for selection. We, we don't want to make this That's the, as good as it gets. the head and shin podcast. But I think But, with, but with they Dusty, got the bounce of the ball. They got the... Rubber the green from the umpires. They hit all of their set shots. The game doesn't get any, and they played against an opponent that took a half to be able to adjust to the conditions, which and itself was a and, and serious still problem. Almost won. Um, like walking to the ground in round one, I was pretty confident we'd win. So was I. I, I, I thought. I thought we'll get the job done tonight. I yeah. don't have confidence in me for anything. But, um, yeah. I thought our best football simply better than what they can play. We will win the game tonight. And they made us sweat and wait for it, but they did. On Thursday night, I thought, we can win tonight. We're going to have to be good. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have to be pretty good. A lot of things are going to have to go away, and unfortunately for a few different reasons, yep. some in our control, some out of our control, it didn't. I thought that the game ultimately was lost very early on. Uh, 
Fab, can someone please make sure that our coaches have all got the bomb app installed on their phones? Because <laughs> what the fuck we were doing for forty minutes? You would you would hope that the instruction. Do you need? Do you need that instruction? Do you need your coach no. and stuff to go? I think it's a little lads, thing. We don't, we don't flick. We don't flick the ball around. I think it's a little adjustment. I think it's a little thing. Just if you're not, you have to be coaching it at all times. You can't assume they're going to know to adapt. But everybody knows that in wet weather football, it's one handball, one kick. Yeah, I know. But our kick, our, our ratio was so far the other way. It was just when we chose to do it. Like we just played the wrong style of football for far too long in the yep. conditions and we failed to take territory when it was important to do so. Like I don't notice here where I think in the first quarter we were only negative two for inside 50s. Yeah. So we were getting the ball to a position on the field to get it in. We weren't getting it in quickly enough to create one-on-ones, to create, you know, two-on-twos. Mm. We were just kicking it into masses of bodies and that was just suiting them to a T. Just basic fundamentals. You know, we mentioned the better kick to handball balance. We we're chaining through midfield, which is just risky in those mm. conditions because yep. the, the ball's slippery, the ground is slippery. They just played really fundamental football. That was smart. But it's also the it one. It wasn't even about being good. It's the one no. area of the ground where we've got the advantage. Like get it in, get you know, get it to one on ones or, or at least something to that resembles our advantage. Like we're tall. We've got massive power forwards. I want to speak later about the Charlie matchup on Grimes. I think Grimes is obviously a very smart footballer. And I think when we play them next, if Grimes is the guy that goes to Kerno, they go deep and they go one out and they go in the cage. You love the cage. Put him in the cage. Lower it down. Put him in the cage and just go one on one. But just do you, so the, I think my So don't worry about my comment at halftime or quarter time, whatever it was, was misconstrued. It wasn't our defence that was screwing up and that's why we are losing. But when you've got someone like a Weedering controlling it. See, Grimes marshalled Charlie everywhere he didn't want to go. Yeah, smart. Very smart, very good play. Do you think Jack Rewalt gets a sneaky couple of goals if Weeders are on his plane? Well, Tom Lynch certainly doesn't. So that, that's my point. People go, it wasn't our defence. I'm not saying our, def- our defence. Did you, a pretty good job. You're actually going to say the last Wasn't it a record number of inside 50s that Richmond had in that game for oh, them? Not sure. but I think though, even us, like we played it was Sydney. A season high, we, yeah. we played Sydney and had 76. And you go, yeah, but we did we make full toll of them? How many of them were actually good? Mm. It's good we were getting it in. But oh, yeah. against, okay, if somebody had said to us, what did they kick, 81 points? If somebody had said, oh, so, Richmond, yeah. Richmond are going to have 79 inside 50s and they're going to get 1.001 points per inside 50, you'd say you'd take it. You'd go, okay, no, Jesus. Yeah. So I just thought there was a bit of lack of certainty with our system very early. We were kicking the ball forward as if Harry and Charlie weren't there, yep. which was really weird. It was sort of like Harry's not there or just one of them's there. So how are we trying to move the ball forward? How are we trying to score? You know, we shouldn't have to be told, Fab, to play wet weather footy but it just took us far, far too long to adapt and eventually that that was the game. Yeah. By the time we we adjusted, I think we were what, thirty something points down. Thirty six points down. That's that's it's a game. In, in, yeah. in, in, in those, a low scoring game. In those conditions, yeah. Thirty six that's 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 a ten goal lead. It's football suicide is what it is. Yeah. I thought Tim that more than the conditions, yeah, our shape in front of the ball just wasn't up to snuff for long enough, especially early on. The way we moved the ball forward was never going to trouble them. We want to get a look at – Grimes is a tricky one because he's a good quality defender. We want to get a look at Harry and Tarrant. Yeah, absolutely. And when Harry got the opportunity late on – Oh, Jesus. Wow. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. 
it, it got messy. And you just thought – And fast. You just thought, <laughs> what, why are we – what are we – for the first 45-odd minutes, you go, how are we trying to use our weapons here? Yeah. And that to me was incredibly frustrating. I imagine for you it would have been annoying. Well, he kicked three. He missed one left. And when he rushed the set, when he rushed the set shot, and then he did the kick around the body that got touched and kind of still went through, he could have kicked five and a quarter in an awfully low-scoring game. Mm. And I rate Robbie Tarrant. I, I think Robbie Tarrant's a good footballer. He, he, he's old now. He's, yeah, you know, saying, he's, he's, not in, he's in decline, and yeah. and you know he's he's a really good addition for that side that have always really battled to replace um, the loss of Alex Rance. Um, but wow, we you know if, if you can do that. With with good supply and playing more than just the single quarter, you know he's going to get a hold of a few people this second half of the year. The big talking point for me, from a Carlton point of view, out of the game, is that our stoppage stuff is officially a concern. It's not alarm bells back to the drawing board, but we definitely need to find a cure for our failure to compete these last two weeks. Because if it can if it continues much longer, it's officially a disaster. We need a big lift, Fab. You know. I suppose the problem is, what do we do until Pidnet? That's the thing. It's it's. I actually don't see an easy fix, and everyone keeps pointing to the fact. Oh, you know, we we evened up the hitouts and what what have you. It's just about. I don't think we're setting up with an understanding of we're a chance of winning this, or it's it's it could go here or whatever. I think we're just all we're so. Defensively minded, as in we're going to lose. We're most likely going to lose this. Well, the mids are set up to lose the stoppage. Yeah, so it's it's kind of throwing everything out of whack, and I don't I just don't think we can do it because mate, you look at Essendon. Essendon took us apart. That's Essendon. That's a ruck thing, though. That's a that's a, that's a ruck position. And he's getting tired. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And Jack, mate, well, whatever you get out of Jack, you just go thanks, mate. Whatever. What about some Richmond Nuffies trying to tell me, oh Jack, Jack shit his pants out there. And I was you telling me the mid-size forward taking ruck like centre bounces is afraid. Week in, week out, yeah. You're Go afraid. the mid-size forward taking centre bounces against Nank is afraid, is he? Mm. Go. Reckon you might have that wrong account, <coughs> but you are a complete imbecile. So, yeah. uh, Timbo, I, I don't want to make this about Paddy Dow as such, but it's just a name that popped into my head partway through the game. <coughs> we lose. <coughs> oh, for fuck's sake, are you two all right? I had a sympathy cough. We were having the cough off. This, this, I love this, how you might you mute. This thick shake, stick shake's going down the wrong pipe. Um, so the Paddy Dow thing, you know, I was a touch surprised that when we lost Chera, it's still in there, and we were smashed at stoppage. Struggle. Yeah, because I'm, I'm just getting through this question, and you delaying it's not helping me. Deciding not to win in a clearance winning, re, like replacement, mm. I think was a mistake. I think that maybe that oh look, maybe Dow gets exploited on the spread or. Whatever you go, this is a guy that can win centre bounces. He's a clearance winning player. Last week we were shocking at clearance. Yeah, it felt like he, he's the replacement. You're right because I think, as you say, even if you lose the ruck, if you're a good clearance player and you can find the footy, you can get to the right spots and you can impact the game. And and if that's what his strength is, and and. Paddy Dow can play footy. You know, he's he's not exactly the right player for our system given the other players that are around him. However, he can play and you give him the opportunity. When you've failed horribly in that stat the previous week, it's a reasonable pivot to say, 
let's give the kid a crack. Yep. And, and a big body too, wet and, night, and, and, big and, body. And Kennedy was back in, so maybe that was the I, consideration. I, I understand and, why they yeah. would have gone, we'd be, become too slow or we become yeah. whatever. But um, it's interesting that now one bad week at stoppage has become two. Yep. And you play Frio, who are good in that regard, and have got some clearance specialists and fives back in the mix and all that. You kind of go and I don't fuck if you don't if but, you don't want to play Paddy down now. But not only do you, you're not going to do it. He's done. Curtail in the opposition. It's such a weapon for us, given that the six 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 is absolutely. It's a huge advantage for us. Yeah. That's why the, the ultimate cost, and I've got the thing here, you know, a case of what might have been to, to have started so poorly and, and rally late on to give ourselves a sniff. You know, we we don't want to get bogged down in the Jack Nunes review, but you sort of go, geez, what, a, what does the game look like with nine minutes on the clock? We go back to the middle, we're three points down, we've kicked four in six minutes. You know, what does it look like? But it also forces them, maybe they, they adjust. Maybe they do something and it just gives us a little bit more momentum. That's but, so this but, is the thing that people are. Oh, what about if they won the clearance and they got the next goal? Yeah, well, they might have kicked that. Mate, the ball might. This is my classic. Classic. This is if Damien Barrett's listening. I'm sure he is. This is a sliding door. Is yeah, but Damien the ball Barrett goes back to the middle. How sliding yeah, doors work? The sliding door is the ball goes back to the middle. And maybe Richmond the, may kick the next six. Maybe the Tigers <laughs> kick the next six. Go, Matt. Who knows? Maybe the maybe we lose by forty points. Yep. Yep. But Rather you go, than fifteen. But yep. you, you just look at it. And, I just don't understand, based on the footage they had, you're sitting there going, how's that possibly? And, mate, old fucking Sparky Palastri. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous, but they're obviously being trained it. And These are spirit, are spirit figures. figures. <laughs> like, people could laugh, and I remember I, saw, I posted that and I laughed myself because I thought it's absolutely ludicrous, but they're obviously being told to do it. Yeah. It's the most <laughs> ludicrous thing you've ever seen in your life. I have asked the question of Adam, and he said, I'll get back to you. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Even if they're not doing it, when you move your your hand, hands hand like that, so if you just go from right to left very quickly, in slow mo, everything's moving. Yeah. yeah. So don't give me, oh, we, you know, we, from this angle we can clearly see, mate. There's been a directive to hurry the fuck up on these reviews, yeah. which they didn't do for any other review this weekend. Correct. Almost as though someone at HQ went, you were awfully quick on that. You were awfully quick to determine it was touched. I don't know how you got there. Yeah. You're going to need to be certain. And and then old mate, dickhead, whatever his name is, Johnny Ralph, said, oh, the AFL have confirmed. Is that Johnny Ralph famed Tigers man? Tigers yeah, man. surprising. Has, uh, they said, oh, you know, they have definitive vision showing that it was touched. Release it. Awesome. Release it. Cool. Show us. Because yeah. this is, I, I'm, this is be, the thing. Be, because, People because and this mate. is the thing that shits me the most. Clearly, we are Carlton supporters. We are on a Carlton podcast. We give us something. We give something of a biased view. If the footage shows it's touched, it's touched. No, no, but more great. But more than that, Sean, if you weren't a Richmond or a Carlton supporter, and you were sitting down on the couch on Thursday night, and we've conceded the first six, you've gone, "What a shocking game of football!" I wonder where you were going to go there. No, I was going to use a word that Sophie wouldn't like me using, so I didn't. But once Nunes kicked his goal and it went within three points and there's 10 minutes to go, 16 non-partisan team supporters would have sat there and said, you beauty, yeah, this, this is going to be great. And the AFL have fucked it up without any obvious reason for turning it over. And they look amateurish and it's just disappointing. As I said, my mum's just turned to my dad in the car and gone, see how nice Tim is? And then you've dropped an F bomb. Oh well, I tried. Because <laughs> he's much much better than other guy wanting people to die. Yeah. Um, 
be it. Look, my point is, if the footage exists and you show which, us it, which finger did it touch? No, but if the footage exists and you show us it and you go, oh yeah, it's touched. That's fine. Case no, no. closed. Exactly. We don't care. Yeah, okay. Case because closed. we lost anyway. We lost. So. It. it doesn't change the yeah. result. But you kind yeah. of go and I think um, Dad said he heard, heard them. They were talking about on an SEN and might have, he might have said it was Waitley or one of the other guy goes. He goes bull dust. It mm. doesn't exist. Yeah. There's no doubt because you lie. If it exists, you would show it just to just to show Absolutely. that the system is working. If they had it, you would have seen it. This is. Yeah, there ain't no Zapruda film fighting around. It, it never uh, happened. We've spoken fab a lot in the past, maybe even on the podcast, about the fact that VAR has ruined soccer. Absolutely. VAR was brought in for Thierry Henry's handball. Yep. Uh, the goal line portion of that was brought in for Frank Lampard's goal yep. against Germany. And uh, I love was, the goal line thing. The watch is on, point to the it's watch. Goal. It's goal. It's, it's goal. It's simple. It was brought in, you know, not for this specific reason, but I could imagine Man United played Chelsea in... You talking about the Drogba? Was it 9-10 or 10? 9-10 it would have been. Big game at Old Trafford late in the year. 1v2. Didier Drogba scores the first, first goal of the game. He's legitimately a metre and a half offside. Wow. He, it's extraordinary. It's for that. The howler. It's for the howler. Yeah. It's not for – he's a toenail. He's, he's, he's two centimetres. Yeah. It's not for that. Well, because for 125 years when we were playing footy and the goal umpire said – that's a goal, but it was a goal. The arc is for Tom Hawkins. That's exactly right. In a grand final, but not, but not even in a grand, not even in a yeah, grand final. Timbo, you didn't even need arc. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they brought in all this thing, the obvious stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's not for this where you go and it wasn't for Jack News. Yeah, it's not for the fingernail. No, no. And that's where you kind of go. I've never been one for this. The whole just if it hits the post and it goes through and whatever. But you sort of go, if this is the level of scrutiny that we're going to accept. Unless it's punched over the line, tapped over the line, I don't care if it's come off fingers off the boot. Unless I rush it, deliberately rush it with a fist or punch it over or whatever, that's a rush behind. Well, the reality is for, for the incident to be so pivotal to the pattern of the game, and maybe not the result, but certainly the pattern of the game at the time, I wanted to see Nathan Broad's finger move. Well, you needed to. You needed to. It was called a goal. Yeah. And as you say, in a, in, in the... In the Doherty situation, they've said, let's refer it just to be sure. Sean Bolton said it was touched. We're giving it a goal. And you looked at and and you sort of thought, I have a funny feeling Doherty's touched this. Shea Bolton was doing the motion that it's touched. Yeah. He's, well, he have got it and Bolton himself's doing the I think it's touched. Yeah. Ah, fuck it, Shea, it's a goal. Yeah. You're going, okay. And then later on, not quite the same. Well, as you're sort of saying, there's not the bottom line in that situation was there wasn't enough evidence to be able to change the decision. Yet apparently we're told in the Nathan Broad situation there was, and I don't see it. And I'm dissatisfied with that. As am I. <coughs> Chicken salads now. Uh, I thought the defence, again, geez, they're under an unbelievable amount of pressure, losing more and more men as the weeks go by. Durden obviously out again. Um to concede the number of inside 50s we did, but just 11 goals is a really manful effort. Doc uh, will be taking back that halfback flank in the All-Australian team. Um, you think so. His performances have been absolutely just remarkable. Number one rated player on the ground. Also had a game high 11 touches. Special shout out. 11 touches. Uh, 11 marks, sorry. Um, special shout out to Lewis Young. Yep. Uh, he's not there to be the number one man. He was not brought in to be the number one man. Some could argue he was third or fourth in the depth mm -hmm. chart. Um, so the fact that he stepped up and 
I thought performed really well on Tom Lynch. Lynch got a couple of cheapies. Certainly did. Um, which he's there to do. But I thought that Lewis Young had a really good game for us. And, and I'm really excited, Tim, about what he and Wiedering could become. Oh, this is the makings of him. Like we've we've recruited to try and fill a gap and find an additional guy. <clears throat> and he's had to be the number one. He'll have to be the number one for maybe four or five games. It'll be the makings of him as a footballer because he's proven to all of us that he's got what it takes and he'll continue to grow and develop and improve and the confidence he gets out of this is exceptional. And then once you've been through the period where Weeders goes back to taking the number one key forward, he's taken number two, sometimes number three. Fantastic. This is a Scotty Pippen in the, the 95 season type situation. It is. Mm. I've thought of all the people to, to – okay, of course, yeah. what did I say earlier? The oh, fucking contrarian over there. I'm apparently the one that's – I give him a bulls and he yeah. goes – Yeah, but he didn't yeah. – oh, If Scotty Pippen had a baby with a wolf <laughs> – Scotty Pippen and a wolf had a baby, that's the line. Have you seen Hustle? Scotty Pippen and a wolf had a baby. Oh, is that yeah. the Adam Sandler one? Yeah, I'm going to watch it tonight. See it. Yeah. Fantastic. You, you both love it. Okay. Absolutely the, love the, it. The, I've, I've always said that – Particularly the circles we By the roam way, the in, and cinemas are back, and SEN. Like going to the cinemas is back. Gotta go, like, close. For, like Sean, Sean is that <laughs> is he loves that type of stuff. But yeah, I went during the pandemic. I don't give a shit. <laughs> sure Sean was the only one in there. Part of the reason I got double vaxxed was so I could see James Bond. Um, yeah, yeah but I'm saying, but an outing at the cinemas is back. Like there's movies. There's actually they're actually releasing well, this, this, movies. Well, this stretch of weeks is actually quite. What was last week? What was last week? Um. Elvis? No, well, Elvis is next week. Lightyear was this week. Last week is last week was something. Jurassic Park. Jurassic yeah. Park was last week. Lightyear was this week. Elvis is next week. Two weeks after that is Thor. Because it's school holidays. But, but, school 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 but, no, but you're sort of going, as you pointed out, there's there's that run of blockbuster. Hmm. Like, is it, is oh, it reason gonna, to go to the movie? I've got to see that. Oh, I've got to see that. Which is sort of the market catching back up yep. after the pandemic. Yeah, I thought you would have liked the – the Lewis Young is Scotty Pippen. Weeders is Michael Jordan. Yeah, no, yeah, but uh, Scotty, you go back to the Tony Kukoc thing. Remember, Scotty didn't really quit himself too well, did he? Tony Kukoc. On that documentary, Kukoc. They, they seriously got his name wrong about eighty-five different ways. <laughs> you know what I love about it too? They <laughs> all knew his name. Kukoc. They they all knew his name at that point. They made the doco you know, twenty years after his career had wrapped, and they're all like. Oh, I don't care how you say it. And what about Ilya Grigic? Grigic? <laughs> how many different ways could you sp- say that? My like mate, both his first name and his second name. My mate's older brothers used to call me Big Ilya. I don't know why, but after him. <laughs> that's a, that's weird because Ilya was big. He was big. I think in big relation to, to them, I was quite quite large. Right, well, I, mean, I, mean, I, I, I was a yeah, fourteen-year-old. You're a bit of a you were a bit of a goomba, weren't you? Don't, don't get racist. <laughs> um, <laughs> where are we? we still I don't chicken, know. chicken salads? Well, you, oh, fuck it. I've given we were you talking the, Lewis. I've given we you the layout. I've talked about Lewis the Chicago Young. Bulls. Oh, mate, Pierre and I were saying, he, he kind of plays like he's high. He just, he's unfazed. Like, he's just, everything yeah. is, like, you don't see him panicking or whatever. I reckon it's, it's almost the opposite. Uh, in term, not in terms of he's panicked, mm. but I think he's on edge. I don't know. It doesn't come across that way to me. Yeah, I, I can see both points of view. I reckon he's the duck, you know, under the surface. 
that's probably more what it is. You, you can see that he wants to impact. He doesn't want to make a mistake, but he's not paralysed by it. Mm. He's still actively going at it, and he's been very reliable doing it. It's Tom, Tommy you, Williams. You made style. me worry about Goomba. I was like, I haven't just said a racial slur, have I? I was oh, like, well, no, it's the Mario thing. That's what I was like. Have I just got the name are they, wrong? Are they Goombas or Kumpas? Goomba. Goomba turtles. Yeah, Goomba. G O O M B A. Goomba. I was like, that's what I'm thinking of, isn't it? I just thought, have I just used an extraordinarily I thought it racist was a, term? I thought it was Koompa. No, Goomba. Are you thinking of Koopa Trooper? <laughs> There's too many of them. There's a lot of them. You know what I was playing recently? On the Nintendo Switch. Link's Awakening. Uh, it's like a retro game remake of the old Link's Awakening game yep. that used to be on, I think it was on a Game Boy from memory. And they've remastered it and redone it on the Switch. And it looks fantastic. It's got this really fun sort of aesthetic, this yep. really fun top-down, and the graphical interface is really quite cool. And It's hard to describe it. It looks really nice. It's really sort of interesting visually. My boys are on to the... It is the hardest game. <laughs> like, it's the classic Nintendo Dungeons, finding puzzles, solving puzzles. You've got to do this to open that door. To... Without a walkthrough, it would be... I don't know how anyone would finish it. It's impossible. Is, is it is it too hard to enjoy? You know when things are so, go, go. It's borderline because you're like you have to do it. You could you couldn't do it without a walkthrough. You couldn't finish the game. Yeah. You would be like, where am I meant to go? Yeah. What? Go, how do I open that door? I've got to get this key. How, where's the key? Yeah. It opens this door. No, it opens the other door. And you go, what door? <laughs> the one on, around the other side. Yeah, it the, is. Uh, you're like, Onto the Minecraft at the moment. Oh, yeah, on good. the Nintendo Switch. You know what I downloaded? Makes me want to vomit when they're playing. Like, because they're just moving. It's the stupidest game ever. Too quick and my eyes were... You know what you should get for the boys? You could buy it on the uh, the Nintendo store currently. It was released on Thursday. I'm going to get the boys at Box Hill to play it in the next week or two. TMNT Shredder's Revenge. It's basically a, a new look at the classic Turtle side-scrolling arcade game. All right. Well, there we Four go. players. Maybe six players, actually. So he plays the four turtles, or there's Splinter, Casey Jones, and April. Yeah. So it's just it's the classic side-scrolling turtles game. It's Fantastic. really good fun, and it's just a good fun couch co-op sort of uh, multiplayer game. Uh, back to the Blues, of course. Um, We're trying to avoid. But yeah, Lewis Young, you, Fab did what I gave him the layup, Kareem, yeah. dribble, dribble, Kareem, dribble, dribble, the Chicago Bulls, and he was like, no, <laughs> no, don't want it. I was that, like Luke Longley in that second half of the game with Jordan. Is uh, Zach Levine stayed? No, no, Zach Levine will go. That's not good for you guys. No, we'll have. Uh, we'll have he, he'll just earn more on the back of the season than he had. We will. We'll have, we'll have to replace him. But um, you know what I find funny, Tim? I've sat and listened to this idiot talk about Laurie Markinen. What's that? Is that his name? Larry Markinen. Larry yeah. Markinen, superstar. Apparently, you just yeah. wait. <laughs> what did you call him? Call him a rally driver. A rally car driver. He's, he's Finnish. Yeah, he's good on the dirt. But I've listened to this guy talk about all these Bulls guys that come and go. They can't even keep track on them. I, used to lo- I loved him. I loved um, Wendell Carter Jr. Never heard of him. He's doing well at the Magic. It sounds like he's working at Wendy's. I don't, I don't think it in Vooch has actually helped us as much as it should have. So, Welcome we, to the we, Berto Centre podcast. <laughs> the Berto Centre. They don't train out of the Berto Centre anymore. The training facilities are next door to the United Centre. Brand new facilities there. I was re-watching uh, Last Dance. Very good. It's a masterpiece. Yeah. It's an absolute good. masterpiece. Yeah, that's how you do sports documentaries. Absolutely. 
Um, Have you watched the Poggumentary, Sean? I'm not going to watch the Poggumentary. <laughs> it's one of the great – I only came across it because I had to mute their tweets because there was just too many coming through. But Sean liked the tweet from the alternate comms. Man United. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> I can't repeat it on a podcast, but check it out. It, it, what I, was it? I, Just repeat it. The one, he, he goes, I'd rather guide my father into my, <laughs> into my mother than watch one minute of this. <laughs> oh, uh, um, he's gone, has he? Has Pog, Pog yeah, he's got to go back to Juve, which will fab. Juve? Yeah, no, not, not good. We, we need more than him anyway, Juventus. We're in a world of hurt at the moment. What's Paolo Dybala? He's going too. Where? I have no idea. Who gives a shit? What am I, Fabrizio Romano? I don't know. Here we go. Uh, yeah. I'm waiting for something about United. Did you see uh, Richard Arnold? He was oh. at a pub or something having uh, – so he's Richard Arnold's United's new CEO replacing Ed Woodward. Oh, right. And he was at a pub and some guys like surreptitiously recorded him. I, think, I don't know how it worked. I don't know if there was going to be a – protest at his house and he was like I'll just meet some of you at the pub and we'll do this civilly um, and he was talking about these different things and some guy had a crack about oh, you know, club signing Phil Jones to a four year contract and he goes that was the last guy and he sort of went that's such a small thing but you went thank you Richard Yeah. thank you, back to the blues <laughs> five inside He's phenomenal. There's a faction of Essendon supporters who still think he's no good. They've got Massimo D'Ambrosio. They don't need him. I, I drove home on Thursday night. They don't need Massimo. Didn't they have... Nick, Nick Hyde. Nick Hyde. But there was some fella who was on the radio, and this was... Was it Trout from Woody? No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> it was the compare. It was the... <laughs> oh, I like, he's a Carlton fan. I like uh, Snapper in Port Phillip Bay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but no, there was... The, Mario the, from Carlton. The no, guy Doncast. He was at the petrol oh. station. Oh, yeah, he was too. The guy that was hosting, he dared to utter the words, Adam Saad, he's still, you know, it's all about attack. He really isn't much of a defender. He's and not, I thought, not you're not watching. watching. You've yeah. not been watching. You're not you, watching. You, you do not see any of him at all. Because no, no, they saw the highlight of him getting run down. Yeah, absolutely. Laverde. When he fell over, yeah. Or when he fell over and he tried to take some bloke running out of yeah. a kick in and all that sort of stuff. And you go, oh, well, yeah. You've got yeah. to break an egg. To make a few omelets. What did I say about you two and, and Weezer? Don't know. Ignorance is not an excuse. No, that's right. And then, and that that um, that was the argument two years ago when he was at Essendon. Like was, they all loved him. Yeah, exactly. For some reason, everybody loves the attack, but he he puts on league leading defence. This year for a small defender. Their first goal, the picket goal, comes because he's poked in the bloody eye. Yeah, with no free kick. I love the idea. As my old man said, he goes, last time I looked, my eye was in my head. <laughs> so, like, so, therefore, I think that was high. Well, some, uh, some, once again, one of the Richmond Nuffies, shout out. You all know who you are. Um, I was an accident. Go, yeah, that's, that's fine. That's fine. I don't th- it's I, still a free kick. still should have been high. <laughs> yeah. yeah, It's an accident. I get it. He didn't deliberately do it. That's yeah. fine. Well, there's the people that were saying that it should have been penalised as an eye gouge and he should have been suspended. Well, you're a nuffy if no, you think no, that no. because there is no doubt it was it was an unfortunate situation, but it's still a free kick. Yeah. Yes. Uh, another man who I thought in, in our defensive unit who performed really, really well, arguably his best game for the club, and I uh, – is Jordan Boyd? No yes. doubt. No doubt. Um, 16 touches, but a lot of really, really hard work, some old-school grit 
And he's got a bit of scrappy-doo moxie about him. He does. Um, and I mean that in the best way. Absolutely. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what his best role is, considering we do have the small backs and, and what the balance is when Wiedering's there and you know all the other you know, tall defenders made out of fucking balsa wood down there. So you're kind of like, what's his role in this team? But he's one of those guys who, I'm not sure if you guys agree, but I'm happy to sacrifice, I don't mean this disrespectfully, but in a game of chess, the pawn, yeah. where you go, we need you. We need you to win this. Go, but I'm prepared to lose you offensively. I'm prepared to lose whatever you might give us going forward to be a completely locked down type, completely yeah. negating defensive type. However, and the only thing I would say in response to that is... Another disagreement. No, no, no. Knock no. me down with a feather, you two. No, I, th- I think it is, it's clear, to me anyway, I think Jordan Boyd has been chased and recruited by Nick Austin for his foot skills. So everything you say, I agree with. Well, you need to kick out of trouble. You do, you do. But he, he, he's shown us... because. I've asked the question a few times, why is this guy in the team? What What is it that he does bring? And on a few occasions you've gone, the kid can kick it. Mm. So I, I still think if we're persisting in playing with him and, and trying to develop him, mm. it's because he brings elite foot skills. His game on the weekend, I'd cut it up. I'd cut up the highlights and show it to Zach Williams. So this yeah. is you. Well, do you know one it of the key... Be a whole lot better. Well, or, do you, or do you push Zach Williams up the ground? Into the midfield Maybe he wants to get into. Yeah. He doesn't have he doesn't have the endurance to go on a wing, Tim. No, I know, but, but but yeah. He certainly doesn't have the calves. The <laughs> the sliding moment, sliding doors moment though, was when um Cripps kicked sideways. I think it was Cripps, kicked sideways and hit um Lockie O'Brien. And Lockie O'Brien I, I thought he would go back and try and kick the goal. And, and look, he may have, but obviously it's faded right and then Nunes is front yeah. and centre when the ball is uh when the ball lands. But Boyd had run around on the left-hand side and was wide open inside 50 and it should have been a short pass by um, Lockie to him and he could have run into maybe 35-30 on his right. He does that. He kicks the goal. Nathan Broad ain't touching that. That that may have been the moment that, that kind of, I mean, there was a couple. There, there were a couple. Look, you, know, I, you, get, you, you won't hang out. anyone for any of it and I thought... Obi played a terrific Look, game. There are a few and, games. And you'll get you'll get on to that. But there are a few But like that, that was a point that Boyd could have really hammered home for us. No, I think there were a few little moments. There was one right before three quarter time where we couldn't get the ball out of play. Yep. Uh cost us a goal. Yep. There were just a few you, you're talking about the We were on the half forward flag for us That's at Harry's half time. Well, it was three quarter time, wasn't it? Maybe half time. No, no, half time. But we could get it out of yeah. play and you just went, That's yeah. just guys, what a Awareness. Yeah. Just get the ball out. That would have been not. We had him at nineteen points. Instead, we go into half time twenty five down. I thought uh, Cripps. We also did that as well. Sorry, um, your mate, Mister Plough. Mister Plough's playing all right. Yeah, I'm saying, but he and 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 Lewis Young just see it out. Instead, you get caught holding the ball for nothing. You're there. Yeah. The lines yeah. are just see it out. So we get caught on the ball and rewalt. And, and one bloke on the field is capable of kicking that goal. It's pretty easy for me to say this as well, but sometimes. When you're a defender, just maybe pivot or stop just inside the field of play, get tackled over the line. Absolutely. Drill me. Have I you, don't care. Have your, back, have your back to the play, got the ball, and then if you're tackled, you just step over, mm. I'm over. Yep. As soon as you step over the line, dead ball. Uh, Crimson Walsh, to quote the great Andy Tate, Fabian, I was going to get the soundbite, but I, did, I wasn't happy with it. They tried and they tried. <laughs> I thought they both gave it everything. 
34 yep. touches apiece. They did, I think, quite have the impact we would have liked. Walsh no. was super early. Early he was, yeah. When we were just really, really bad. Like he was the only Carlton player mm. who looked yep. dialed in. Yep. And that's why a lot of people came for Timbo's votes. Tim gave three to Walsh. Yeah. And I thought, I, I was you, a, you're, probably, I, you're probably forgetting when we weren't on top. Yeah. He was the one who was still... I was also a bit cheesed and <laughs> a bit distracted. You also forgot to give us votes yeah, until yeah. I called you and you are yeah. just on a tram. We were very aggressive. I was walking around the ground, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, we mentioned Harry's purple patch earlier. Just unbelievable three goals in four minutes. Virtuoso forward play from the big man, which was great, great to see. Uh, and then the other sort of like positive, I suppose, is in a way it's kind of like it's not really a real positive, as silly as it sounds, but... We get through – who did we play last week? Essendon. Okay, going through Essendon, we get through Richmond. It just means that we're one week closer too. <laughs> we're just staying alive. You just wanted to play the soundbites. <laughs> I loaded all the soundbites up. I loaded all the soundbites up on the mixer. They're all getting the run. How many weeks away? Oh, we... fucking hope not many. If he plays... He, he and a Ruckman and we are if he plays, 30% better. If he plays, we're two wins better off in the last month. We beat Collingwood. Yeah. And we lose life the other by 15 points. Mm. Going, we're missing you, Jacob. Yeah. We'll see you soon, great man. Let's let this play out. <laughs> it's a nice piece of music. I like it. Uh, chicken shits now. Ah, mentality piece. We spoke earlier. Just, just taking too long to adapt. I, you know, I thought more than the conditions as well. We actually took a little while to kind of physically answer the bell. Yep. Um, and that's not to say we the boys were scared or anything, mm. but Richmond did. But we should have known that the Richmond were going to come out after round. They they used one. their physicality and their mm. size a lot better than we did, yep. uh, which was really frustrating. Early um, on especially, yeah. Especially Pre- Prestia killed us. But that's in the, the middle. We went. Just be ready for that. Yeah. Just be ready to know big, wet night, heavy deck. It's going to be a lot of contests. Physically, we've got to match him. And we beat him last time when Prestia went out and he was no longer there and they were so reliant on him for them to be able to stay with us. You kind of knew that he was he was the one. He was the one that could damage us the most if you let him. And he had, what, 13 clearances? Mm. That's a big number. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the other one I've got here, fitness. And I don't mean availability. Um, you know, some of the issues we've got at the moment, or, but to be honest, a few of them, they're not Russell's fault. I'm sympathetic to his plight that Sam Dern and someone falls across his leg and he hurts his knee. Jack Martin, they said he had a lower leg injury. Is it calf? Yeah, they said he was cut, that it was um, might have just been like a bit of awareness or something like the that. Old, is the old balls are Yeah, so, so the issue that he's been dealing with. For three years. Yeah, great. But... Just aerobically, I'm really concerned with where we are. I didn't – I mean, we obviously got the run on in the last quarter and we looked okay. I mean, obviously, when they took the kick in after the Nunes decision, it went straight down the other end and we kind of couldn't cover it. And it might have just been good footy. Mm, or bad. They, we weren't set they, up. They were ready to kick it in because they'd set up to do it and then we had to get back into position and maybe we weren't quite set. So maybe we were victims of circumstance. But we were running it out all right when we had it. So yeah. I, I, I won't hang Russell on that. I'm disappointed that a bloke with a known calf injury for three years has not spent any time in Europe following up, you know, other... Calves blood. Yeah. Well, whatever, like, whatever, like, do, you've got to do something different. You, if you've got to send him... A lot of blokes that have had the hamstring injuries have ended up having, like, 
consistent ones have ended up having something wrong with the tendon that they've never addressed. Yeah. I just wonder whether he's got something going on that we, we're just not aware of. You know, get some bloke to do some sort of a full analysis of both calves because he doesn't have big calves. So is it a lack of strength that does him under? Mm. I, I don't know. I, I don't know the and answers, does he, but does, it just does, feels like people aren't asking enough questions. rehab it for long enough? Well, just saying, oh, we think he's right. Let's send him back on and, and let him go again. Oh, strain his calf again. I, I understand why they want to because he's Absolutely. a super talented footballer. But yeah. It's a problem that needs solving. And I don't know. Well, we certainly haven't solved it yet, have we? No. Um, so that's, a, that's an issue. Uh, misfiring forwards. I just thought the guys earlier we mentioned weren't really set up or used very well. Um, I've just got a weird uh, the Twitter DM from Mark Raymond. Who are you, Mark? You've got 28 followers. You don't seem to tweet an awful lot. Just, just doing some investigative work here about Mark. Uh, Sean's going to pot someone live. Yeah, I'm going to. <laughs> Is he a billionaire? <laughs> I don't know. He might be a Carlton fan, potentially. But he's, he's sent me a message here. Just read one of your latest tweets. I reckon you need to be more respectful. I've said you're going to need to be more specific. Yes. So we wait for Mark to respond. Hopefully before the show's over we can... Maybe because you wanted to shave Bolton in a body bag. Who knows? It might be that. He might be another idiot. We'll wait and see if he reveals himself as such. Um, the Kraken brothers early on curtailed very comfortably and the way we played didn't help them out whatsoever. Charlie, as we said, probably going to figure out a few more tricks against a guy like Grimes if he wants to be effective against him because um, he's been handled pretty comfortably this year. And you've talked about putting him in the cage. Mm. Earlier on the weekend, I was thinking maybe Charlie and his athleticism needs you're, to get him up the wing. You're a big fan of that. But my concern is I reckon Grimes would just lead him to the ball and get him where exactly where he wants. If you give him no space to do that... But if you get him up to the wing and then run him back and get him back up to the wing and run... Like Nick Revolt delighted in blowing blokes up and knowing full well... Well, I think the Kurnow engine says, yes, you can. I don't think we've got any data that suggests at the moment Charlie can do that. Well, do you have data that says Grimes can? Do we have data that says Grimes can handle a wrestle with him in the goal square without taking him high or grabbing a jumper or... Well, they were wearing Richmond jumpers, so there was every chance even if he did... Not sure that they get paid. Um, so. The other forward issue I had here was Jack Martin. In, just in terms of an impact sense, yeah. um, just just doesn't impact the game anywhere near often enough for a man of his reported talent. Not as he can. And pay packet. Um, so we certainly need to get much, much more out of him. And Owies and Durden were quiet. And, and on a wet night when yeah. you thought hey, this is where you could come into your own, I didn't see enough tackling and I certainly didn't see enough hands on the footy where we needed it. It was just... It was just precious little happening. And and look, it was a night where it just, from very, very early on, it felt like tonight's not our night. The ball didn't bounce our way. We didn't get free kicks or any consistency going our way. How many times did they just hack the ball forward? Just... Or, and, and, to a teammate. And, and, yeah. And you're like, this is just luck. It, they kicked it out of midair on you occasions go, and, it, and it hit blokes on chest and you're gone. It's going, there are three options. Me. Yeah. There are three options. It's going to hit open grass, an opponent or a teammate. I reckon yeah. it hit an opponent. Nearly 80% every time. of the time. Yeah. And you just went, this is unbelievable. I was at the game with Brent Gleeson and Brad Williamson. Shout out. So shout out to the boys. And 
I got a bit sucked in by a Richmond supporter behind me uh, after the Shy Bolton incident. And uh, when we got back within three points, was I feeding him? He shut up real fucking fast. So, jeez, uh, I would have loved to have seen him. Did you get if lippy, him? Oh, I didn't get lippy. It but sounds unlikely. I think him. when we got within oh. three and I said, oh, I asked the bloke if he'd shit himself because I could smell something not so great. And, uh, yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he was quiet. Just be careful, Tim. Cause Is Blake Akers playing this week, just quickly? Uh, I, thought he hurt, I thought he hurt a hamstring last week. Mm. This is the Blake Akers cast, is it? No, no, I'm just I'm checking our, our injury. The Frio, heave-ho. Injury report. Just so, be careful, Tim, suggesting that the man might have shat himself. He may have bowel problems <laughs> um, and you making light of that. should be that. more respectful. You making light <laughs> of that. I'm, I'm offended. You, you should be offended, yeah. As the spokesperson for all. Yeah. He might have like a colostomy bag. It might have burst. <laughs> um, you can't be sure. You've got to have everyone's medical history and trigger warnings with you at all times. Now, how we're, is, we're, definitely not, we're definitely not Mitch rushing. McGovern still four to six weeks away? Because he re-injured it. We know this. And he had surgery. Um, there's no way we're rushing Chera back to play against Freo this week, are we? No, he's two weeks away. Yeah. But didn't he just have awareness? No, no. It says hamstring, two weeks. Yeah, but didn't he only – I don't think he strained it. Yeah, they initially they. What frustrates said it, me? It tight, back to my point tightness. about aerobic fitness. Why are all our guys get tight hamstrings, tight calves, tight everything, and we don't actually look fit? Mm. You know, if we, at least we were running on top of the ground, and you'd be going, okay, well they're fucking they're fit. Yeah. All our blokes have got real like tight everything. It's really frustrating. Uh, and then the other chicken shit is just we mentioned it earlier is just um, defensive stocks. You know, we're down to flicking through the. Old Carlton employment book to see if anyone who did a couple of shifts in the shop yep. is 200 centimetres. Can they come down and hold down well, a key Stock's, post? Stock's not on the injury list. Yeah, he played on the weekend. No, I'm saying so. And Kemp played. He played forward, didn't he? I don't know. But well, but surely if you are the Carlton Football Club and you have a lack of key defenders and you've got a guy that can play key defence as you, part of your and, – and a bloke got injured the day before – you're playing anybody with any defensive acumen in defence to, to at least get them ready for what you might be asking them to do. There are people legitimately advocating for Dollar Kiwid to play. Did he get concussed? Probably. Yeah. I don't think we Dollar need, we need to win. We need to win one of our next two. Yeah, 100%. And we can. At Marvel, we can. They're both at Marvel? Yeah. St Kilda? St Kilda, St. Kilda got beaten by Essendon. Yeah, they're ordinary. They're... Like, St Kilda or Ordinary? The talk of them being a top four side, like if they get to play footy on their terms, they'll look great because we always know the Brett Ratton yeah, A plan is always does about... Does that sound familiar to him? Yeah, it, it's speed and, and, and fast movement of the ball and when that works, it looks great and everybody looks like millionaires. Mm-hmm. If you can't do that and you don't have anywhere else to go, you look like an Ordinary side. I'm excited about this, Fab. We're moving on to the next segment. We've got the new mixer and that means we've got a new soundbite. You ready? Oh, hello. Yeah. Take a little walk with me, Arlene, and tell me, who do you love? 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 <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> He's better than you are, mate. <laughs> you liked that, didn't you? I did. So that, of course, is... That's the start. The start of the... Well, that's, a, should I say, sorry, the intro for the SI Morales Memorial Bust a Nut Trophy. For me, I've got a nomination. Of course oh, I do. Oh, I thought Zach Fisher might have qualified. 
I thought he worked hard. I'm going Jordan Boyd. It's Jordan Boyd. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this week's pretty obvious. <laughs> I love that. I love it so much when you sort of like, do you want to even argue the case? No. 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 I, I'm going to live with Jordan Boyd, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I'm loving Zach Fisher's last, since Fremantle's. Yeah. Since the last Fremantle game, I've, I've loved yep. what he's brought to the table. Yep. <laughs> and and actually, hopefully he this week he goes, I'm going to make it up for you, Fab. Against Fremantle. Good deck, dry. Four goals. Good opportunity. Oh, four? Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow, we. We need more out of He kicks four. Durden. He kicks four against anybody we win. We win. Durden and Owies. Were they in the chicken shits? Um, they should have been. I well, them, I mentioned to be, them, To yeah. be honest, I gave them a pass. Not a pass. The way we moved the you ball. You did a robo. The way we moved the ball. You made a statement and retracted, retracted it, it immediately. immediately. <laughs> the way we moved the ball um, didn't give them... Great opportunity help, to impact, yeah. um, and it was it was a tricky night for them. You know, Durden had the good moment in the third quarter. Yeah, it would have been where you went great. Yeah, um, it was difficult for them. They were probably getting to the right, had the wrong starting points. But then I think you could argue there was some confusion as to where they probably needed to be as the balls were coming in. Yeah, so it was a bit of a disconnect. Yeah, and when there's no certainty as well from six six six, at least if you're winning the stoppage, you go. Well, as the ball's coming down, if it comes out to the left, to the right, we know what the patterns are. Yeah. But it wasn't really, wasn't really their night, unfortunately. Um, I've got a left field backup, S.I. Morales. Andrew Redmayne. Yeah. <laughs> just for the, a bit of – The grey S- wiggle. Just for a bit of S.I. Morales tip of the hat, Andrew Redmayne. Yep. I love the, I love the whole water bottle. Brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant shithousery. It's great. I like that some guys like, how dare he do that? Go fucking love it. They need to be more respectful. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Go, no. No, fuck him. Fuck him. He's, got a, he's got a cheat sheet at the exam. Yep. That goes in the bin. We were allowed to take... <laughs> an open book. <laughs> no, like graphic calculators to do an exam. I can't, remember what it, I can't remember what it was. But it was something where you didn't really need a calculator. I was like, okay. And the old graphic calculators, remember how you could store... Um, I never had one, but yeah. Notes. Then you could. Some people had Tetris and stuff on them. They're great. I still use mine somewhere here in the office. <laughs> I love it. All that stuff. Like one of my favorite examples of like how far technology has come is. I may have said this on pot, but some anniversary of the Apollo Eleven or one of the one of the major Apollo missions, and they said um, that spacecraft, the entire operation of getting that thing into space to the moon, returning it, has less computing power than your iPhone. Wow. Well, I... And you went, well, Jesus. Still got me old contact Good details. Effort. Just in case someone found it. <laughs> Love it. Take a look at the email address. Uh, Fabian Zidane at bigpond.com. <laughs> you can email it. It's no longer active. Um, yes, yeah, so I thought the red bait. I loved it. He came on. He came on at what 119 odd minutes. He'd done barely anything in the two and a half year mm. qualifying campaign, and ends up. This is classic Si Morales, Bob Morales areas. Mm. Yeah. He has done nothing for the qualifying tournament. Not his fault. But he comes on and plays an important role right at the end and steals the show. Yep. Graham Arnold to pull like every to look, have that in his is, armory it is good. And, and be prepared to do it but and this and is live, this is sliding doors live though. and Maddie, die by the sword old mate Matty Ryan uh yeah Matty Ryan uh, could have he could we have call saved, him Matty Ryan could have saved all five he could have saved all five yeah yeah, yeah. but 
there was but a few he, but people gone, on the I'm radio. I'm going to give this guy the shot. There was a few people, and I'm I'm not going to take it racial, but few non soccer supporters, typically of a certain ethnicity, skips. Um, they were like, "Oh, it's genius!" You know, it's 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 Aussie thinking out of the box. No, Tim Krull yeah, for Holland. Yeah, Van Gaal did it. It's really been done. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Not, nothing against it. You still have to have the balls to trigger it. Yeah, he's not. He's not. We haven't invented anything. This wasn't yet. a groundbreaking. I think. I think too. Like strategy. In, in it was just ballsy. Of, could, could we? Could we? This is going to make. I don't think I've told you this. I rang Tim because I was just. Outraged, outraged. It was just your mate, Andy Marr. Yeah. On Thursday uh, night, uh, <laughs> someone rang in yeah. and said, "Oh, they're talking about long sleeve footballers. I'll oh, oh, give God. us your top three long sleeve footballers." <laughs> Sauce and number he, one. He goes, oh, "Steve Silvani, Serge Silvani, and uh, 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 what do you call him? Brad Doolan. You call him Brad Doolan from Essen. You remember, remember him? Yeah, he, he wore long." And that's it. He goes, oh, nothing else is coming to me. Let us know. They're the three. <laughs> Doolan. <laughs> Doolan. But, but Brad Doolan, even oh, better. I know, I know. Which we think in the end was a hybrid of Brad Plain and Ben, ben Doolan. Doolan. And I think it might have been more Brad Plain, actually. So we just started naming Tim and I. You know, I rang Pete as well. Pete's like. You could get two dozen. Off the like top that. of your head. And Off. Adam Huskus used to rock the long sleeves on the regular. He didn't hate it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, was, is that the end of the story? No, I just want to think. Of, <laughs> just, uh, can of, you do all, better than Brad Doolan, I think, was no, the question. Well, in fairness, you look, they, they've got a show there that um, isn't great and um, they're struggling because they've got the dynamics of the host completely inverted. They've got the dynamic between the two of them is completely the wrong way around. Yeah. Um, Andy is the punching bag straight man, not the... Oh, yeah, whatever, mate. Uh, yeah. He, he's yeah. not the cool, like, Danny Zuko, mm. leaning yep. back in the chair type on. The, so, no, you're the like on the front bar, but you don't want to do that on two shows. Yeah, that's right. Going, but that's your role. You're the yeah. wet blanket straight man. Yeah. Um, and you got to sometimes say stupid shit to get people to call in. Well, wait. That was a caller ass there. I just thought, out of... Surely you come. Oh, up it was a caller. It wasn't a topic. Sorry. No. I thought they might have done the classic. No. Here's a today's topic. No. Give us a top three. I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. Steve Silvani comes to everyone's mind straight away. From that Essendon era, certainly you'd go heard, wouldn't you? He did wear it a Before little bit. Before Ben yeah. Doolan. That's all he had. But even then, you go through every other club, and you're going. You go Adelaide, and you go Andrew Jarman. Andrew Jarman wore it all the time. Yeah. Brisbane, as you sort of said. You had um, Daryl White. Daryl White. Did David Weir Panda wear it a bit at the Eagles? Had the long sleeves from difficult. No, Ashley Sampy is the guy. Sampy did, of. but yeah. no, well, I'm thinking of David Weir Panda. But yeah. he, one of my favourite. He rocked it occasionally. Difficult in Perth because it's quite warm. Yeah, yeah. But I've got a memory of of the Eagles players that wore long sleeves. Who was the Eagles player? Was it Staker that rolled the sleeves up? And yeah, they were sort of like three quarter. It was a three quarter. Yeah, that's yeah. what he operated that's three quarter. That's yeah. what Daryl White used to do that a bit yeah, too. He did. Um, but, you know, Fridge, Mark Roberts, yeah. as yeah. you said. Brett Allison. Fruity did it a lot. Brett Allison, good player. Fruity Allison was a very good player. Really good. So Not a good-looking fellow, though. Ange Christie. What the hell's that got to do with anything? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. But You're he... going to tell us you're three ugly footballers <laughs> of all time. No, 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 <laughs> and, no, this is the thing. I have heard people rock that. And Fruity wins. <laughs> Fruity wins didn't the, ahead um, of Mick Martin. Didn't the, didn't one of the <laughs> That's long a mules, hard thing to do. One of the long mules wore long sleeves. Uh, yeah, though, I reckon they just both did. did. Troy did at Carlton. Uh, did a bit. A bloke who played in a few grand finals, Michael Tuck. Matty Allen. 
Wall. Uh, not Maddie, Maddie, La- Maddie Lappin, rather. Maddie I've Lappin. done a Brad Doolin. Famous <laughs> Maddie Lappin. Skinny, yeah. skinny wore long sleeves. This has been a wonderful but pointless diversion. Thank you for taking <laughs> us down. But as you say, I mean... But, but surely yeah. every, you could think of three players off the top of your head that don't involve... Warwick Capper, as ben, I said. Ben Doolin. Ben, no, yeah. no, I agree. If somebody asked me the top three players of all time to wear long sleeves, I wouldn't immediately go to Ben Doolin. No. Or, or Brad Plain. <laughs> You know what else it's time for? We've revamped the mailbox sting as well. Do you want to hear that? Yep. It's a bit happier. It's a bit more jolly. Post from Pat. It always was post from Pat. You've got mail. There you go. So if you didn't quite get it initially, you absolutely had a body. Yeah, if you were like, what's that song? Yeah. That's Postman Pat. You know what shits me about Postman Pat? I had to watch a whole bunch of them yesterday. I was, I was, I was, he had induction. He's a capable, <laughs> he's a capable individual who's able to there. solve problems. We had, we had to watch five hours of it at induction. Postman Pat. Most, you, mostly as a what not to do. It's like when you join the uh, MFB, they make you sit down and watch Five and Sam. Yeah, this is days. actually a lot more instructive than you'd think on the surface. That little town that's always on fire. Um, it's true. Yeah, there's actually – it's. It's, it's a real problem. Ponty, Ponty, Ponty Pandy. Pandy. Yeah, it's a real issue. It's obviously very dry. Um, and that one kid's an arsonist. Dead set. The <laughs> What's guy, his name? He's the, the son of the tuck shop or the canteen, yeah. whatever. The milk Norman, Norman. Norman Price. <laughs> yeah. You know what they need to do? They need to lock Norman up. Doesn't Norman have a twin brother or something? Who's, yeah, or, or a he's cousin got an older or brother. Like I don't that, know, yeah, yeah. but he's always setting things on he's fire. He's a prick. It's not good. <laughs> no, so I was trying to find a clip because I couldn't figure out when the, on the old – Sting that we had, you may recall, uh, people will forget in two weeks' time. But it was a whistle. It was the Postman Pat theme whistled. And I was like, I think I got it from an episode where he was whistling it. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, shit, there's a couple. I'll, I'll scrub through them and I'll see if I can find it. He is – actually, I might have even just whistled it myself. I can't even remember. <laughs> he is a terrible Postman. Postman Pat. Wow, wow. Horrendous. He's got about five articles to deliver every day. It takes him all day to do it. He gets, like an Australian he post gets, employee. He fit right in. He gets <laughs> sidetracked like you wouldn't believe doing odd jobs for everyone else Getting in town. Getting cats out of trees and, and shit he, like that. Like yeah. If I'm his delivery centre manager, I'm saying we need a serious fucking performance review. There's going to be some performance management here. And I'd be out. I'd be doing a right <laughs> like He sounds like he'd be able to be head of he'd the union. F- mate, he'd fit in seamlessly. He'd be head of the union. I would do – we have what's called – is it an observation where someone comes out and observes you for like safety and blah, blah, blah. He would be in strife. If someone came out and I'm hearing you. you. I'm hearing you. One of my favourite Twitter exchanges of all time, this guy did a breakdown of it. He goes, just been watching Postman Pat. He goes, I'm sick of this guy's shit. <laughs> he goes, he was delivering – what did he say? He was delivering, uh, <laughs> delivering a beehive or something. He goes, <laughs> he goes, what do you reckon the odds are that the beehive broke and they got out? He goes – Hundred percent. It's absolutely happened. He goes. He was transporting some crockery. He goes. You reckon that got broken? Hundred percent. Damn straight. <laughs> oh, he's shit house. Um, mailbox time. You and Morton got in touch with us. Yep. Good listener of the pod. Yep. Good. Um, he interacts with us. He's yeah, good. He good value. He's a star. Uh, he got in touch and was. He was obviously keeping his ear to the ground over the weekend with regard to the Richmond Idiots. Um, I think that's what they're changing their name to, by the way. Uh, he T-R-I. said... Are Richmond Richmond fans the most entertaining on social media? It's almost like they're salty that they won. And I was speaking to you guys off pod beforehand because I actually had in one of my interactions with someone last night, one of the strangest phenomenons I've observed in footy in recent years is what success has done to Tiger fans. Not all of them, but enough of them for you to go, this is a pattern. (laughs) 
there's, there's enough of these people out here that this is like a trend. It's a disease that has swept through them. So their recent success has made them, it's strange, it's made them like insecure, insane, spiteful. It's made them like, it's, it's corrupted them. Think about interactions you have with Richmond people and how many of them are just out and out joyous that, fuck, we won three. How, who would have, I couldn't have possibly imagined after sitting through what we did, yep. we would have these experiences. Think about it. Honestly. <laughs> there are very few. It takes me back to a time where Sean had an argument with a bloke. This guy was nuts. <laughs> he was absolutely nuts. Like, we talk about keeping the receipts as a, yeah, for next week, for next time we play. They've stored 37 years' worth of them. Yes. Don't know what to do with them and just spew them out, like just ad hoc, just vitriolic, just to anyone who's within earshot of them at any one time. It is utterly bizarre. They have no methodology to what they're saying. And just have a chat with them. The only history that matters is every other club's. Yeah, have you noticed that? The only history that matters is every single other club. They're always keen to talk about salary caps and drafting faux pas. Don't mention theirs. Fuck Richard Tamley. No, yeah. don't. That, irrelevant, Tim. We won three or four. Yeah, irrelevant. <laughs> and you're sort of going, well, how far back do you want to go with this stuff? They want to talk about records head-to-heads. They want to talk about premierships, but only the numbers of that suit Of recent them. times, yeah. It is utterly bizarre. Time doesn't exist before 2017. You know, this idea that they were shit for 30 years, no. no, Never happened. Didn't happen. Didn't happen at all. Do you know when they were shit, Sean? For 30 years. In 2018. Well, that's true. But (laughs) have a chat with them. Seriously, have a chat with them. Do you know what I'm getting at? Yeah, the guy was a psychopath. (laughs) I said to him, I was like, oh, you you, you you, you were the best team in 2018 and didn't win it. He goes, no, we weren't. Said you were were the best team. At a Christmas party. I said, you go, you got rolled. Yeah. Go, you were the best team in the Out country. of the four years where they were good, that was the year that they were at their best and they didn't win it. And it was this weird thing. And then he kept going, oh, when do you reckon Carlton are going to win one? I said, well, hopefully shortly we're building, you know, fingers crossed. So, yeah. yeah what do you think of the coach? I said, we'll have to wait and see. All, all, right. all I remember is Nathan coming past me. Because we're at a Christmas party downstairs, a, a Christmas party for the for the building. I don't know why I was building. there. I don't work for the company. But you spent enough time in the building. So you were here. He invited me. I was like, okay. And You've Nathan, done a bit of work. Nathan taps, taps me on the shoulder and goes, uh, your mate's going to give you to a punch. <laughs> the guy was bizarre. You remember, we were arguing. I was like, I was telling him that his team was really good. Yeah. yeah and he was getting We'll have none of that. <laughs> yeah. It was just bizarre. But it's a, Tiger fans are a legitimately fascinating psychological study. Aren't they? In like behaviour and like trauma in a weird way. All they want to talk about is 17, 19, 20. Everything comes back to that, whether or not you're talking about that. I had a guy last night show me a screenshot of 2017. I went, yeah, I remember the game. Yeah. You won it. You need, you need, we're not even talking about that. But the need to remind everyone, it's like it's this weird sort of validation. And then worse, when you go to them, yeah, you're a good team. Good teams win flags. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what do you mean? Yeah, you were the best team, so you won. That's really great. Um, you were shit for the most part for the rest of your life before that moment. Yeah. Oh, not as shit as you. You're going pretty bad. It's just this incredibly thing. It's almost like reverse PTSD. Yep. Yep. And I just, you know, just observe your interactions with Richmond people. Not all of them. I work with one who's really measured and really good, and he's just like, this is un- it's unbelievable. Yeah, I work with one who she's she's pretty clued in, and she's she's a diehard, but she's not a diehard, mm. if that makes any sense. It well, doesn't. Like she, 
No, well, she, not she, at all. She's a rusted-on supporter, but she doesn't live and die by result. Like, if, if they win, she's wrapped. If they don't, hey, move on. And what she, was me to say? I sort of hate those people. It's like, be in it or don't. Yeah, yeah. It's not, look, she, footy's not her number one thing in her life. Clearly. No, no, yeah. But that's neither, not necessarily a bad thing. It's just... I'm not saying it she, is. She, like... she's, a, she's a member. She's a supporter. But she, you know, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I had a guy say to me, oh, where were you when you were shit? And I said, well, the show only started in like 2018. So mm. we weren't here at all. Yeah. Okay, but but been, I was at the game. But I've been a member for... And I was suffering. <laughs> said I've been a member for 28 years. Yeah. If that matters yeah. at all. You fucking nonsense. Is that enough? He didn't Do res- I qualify? He didn't respond to that. Yeah. You ready for the mailbox, Fab? Yeah. yeah. We're in the mailbox. You and Morton. Yeah. I like the question. And I just thought, I, I just had these notes. I Did I thought, not interact in that? Not really. I yeah. brought up the Christmas party showdown. That's what we got through. Yeah, you sort of go, you'd go, you, you, just, you just disappear though. Nah. <laughs> you just disappear between <laughs> <Yep>. like. <laughs> I'm the best. You're um, the best. John Connell, can I Johnny Raincloud flogs who take full trolleys into the self-service checkout? Yes, that's a good shout. Yep. Self-service should be 12 items or less. Yeah, quick. Get in there. 12, get out. I don't need assistance. I'm going to do it quickly. Yeah, it should legitimately be 12 items or less. But now Coles have got that. Like there are like 15 points of sale though. So. Yeah, but don't, don't put through yeah, no, no, no. If you've got a trolley, items. If you've got a trolley Granted. to go, Granted. a trolley, there's now self-service like belt. Like really? Yeah. I've always wanted to use that belt. Just go to an airport. You're, you're, you're a weirdo, Timbo. <laughs> I'm being an idiot. I've, always, of, I've always wanted to use that belt. A bit, of, bit of David Carradine slash old mate fucking, what's his name, Michael Hutchins. Michael Hutchins. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, I want to jerk off with the belt around his neck. <laughs> I won seven of seven matchups in Supercoach this week, just out of That's interest. That's way too many teams. It's way too many teams. Leagues. It's one team. That's too many. One team in seven oh, leagues. That's can, no, you just, can you just? You do the, realize that there's no less work in one league no, than there is so in seven can leagues. Can you just put the one team? Yes, in, in seven s- leagues. I don't know why people would bother to do that. Capture all. <laughs> oh, Daniel Warwick. How would you set up our backline against the Lob Tabiner duo? Is it Young to Tabiner, Plowman to Lob, with Kemp for aerial support? Kemp attacked the ball well in the VFL, but was routinely outbodied. I think he was playing on Lobs Bruce. the Warry. I think Tabby he was, was playing on Josh Bruce. Yeah, that's right. Big I remember reading that. I'm um, going to say this, and he's probably in there, like ripping our hearts out. I just don't rate old mate Matt Tabner. I think he's athletic. I think he's tall and he's athletic because he doesn't body, but he's good in the air. But he, he's mobile, and I think you've just got to be able to move with him. And maybe, maybe that's where Kemp can stick with him. But he's certainly undersized height-wise. Yeah, yeah, I agree. We've got uh, Ash Gallagher. Last two rounds, our strength has been turned into a weakness. Dow, again, unlucky not to come in for Chera, given skills at clearance. We sort of touched on that earlier. Absolutely. Ruck's still an issue against seasoned campaigners. What's your suggestion to get the midfield mojo back against Frio? As stupid as it sounds and as incredibly kind of scientific as it sounds, I think it's about... Um, intent. Just we're probably not going to win the hit out, so you're going to have to read it. Yeah, you're going to have to get on the move and read it. Mm. Yeah. Um, sometimes it might just land in your lap. Sometimes you might be in the wrong position, but show some intent. Get I reckon the, the dry conditions are going to help us. Being under the roof. Under the roof. I, I think. I think it just comes down to midfield coaching staff and them watching what 
Frio does at setups, what they tend to do, where the ball is most likely going to be going and being ready for it. You know, you, you can't just use the force and say, hopefully I'll get to the right spot. But you've got to be able to you've got to be able to preempt where it's likely to go and set up accordingly and, and be ready for what you think is going to come. Agree. Beast mode crips, what size body bag does Darren Milburn take? Smaller the better. Correct. I'm gonna put him in pieces. Parts. Pieces. <laughs> And Meb went this way, <laughs> legs went that way. Did you see uh, 90s icon, and you'll dispute this because you're an idiot. Who? Go-Go Mobile Man died. Uh, oh, did he really? G-G-O. Yeah. Not the dart. You turned the O the into dart. an O. No, no. <laughs> Just like inadvertently. Go-Go Mobile Man and Dougie from Pizza Hut were like 90s staples. Petters, no ball. Yeah, Petters, no ball. That was a good one. That was um, the actor. What's the guy's name? The initial Petters, no ball guy. What's his name? Jack Thompson? No. Is, is Roof still a 90s thing? I know it's still around, but Roof, Roof. roof. Lubemobile is. Lubemobile. Yeah. No. 13, 13, 32. What's the guy? <laughs> his sister had a terrible illness and he rode his bike around the country. Australian actor. He was in those like stupid uh, Secret Life of Us style no, shows. No, no. His name is Samuel Johnson. Samuel Johnson. He was the original Petters guy. Was he really? I'm pretty sure, yeah. There you go. Uh, icon. Um, Rose Coloured. What's going on with Carlton rotations on the bench over the last few weeks? Too often, the key players are standing there for five to ten minutes to rotate on. E.g. Sauce was there for ten minutes in the last. Could just be where the ball is. is this... Sometimes the ball's on the outer, yeah. <sighs> Sometimes guys just don't want to come off. Yeah, it, it's something that definitely has to be managed. And if there was a problem with it, if it was being abused, it would be addressed. Yeah. Because yep. um, the guys have all got minutes, they've all got rotations, and understandably... Uh, sometimes they are delayed because of where the ball is and there's no stoppage in play, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it it does require a level of awareness and responsibility when it's my time to come off because I actually remember Juddy talking about this. He said um, something about his his effectiveness after seven minutes or something. He goes, statistically measurably drops. Interesting. So just in terms of the fatigue, so you have your spurt, you're on, whatever, however many minutes he was on, he goes, and once it gets after that, he goes, the data suggests pretty right. un- unequivocally. I, I, I drop down. I yeah. drop right off. And I think Dane Swan was like that too. Dane Swan, um, his time on ground was actually quite low for a guy who – and he'd get heaps of footy. And everyone kept on saying, why don't you just leave him on longer? And it's like – because he falls off a cliff. He's got, as you say, whether it's five minutes, six minutes, eight minutes, whatever. Mick, Mick, Mick did that well. Yeah, Mick, Mick, did up, Mick up the rotations through the roof. And as much to create confusion as anything else. Mismatches loose, loose and handovers, tags. loose tags. Yeah. And it just got confused. It was why that would confuse you was funny. You'd just be like, he's off. Where is he? He's off. And there were still runners back then. It was bizarre. Um football Serge. 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 He said he told he said he watched Beverly Hills Cop and he said it was crap. It's nice. Little lemon, little twist. <laughs> he said he just didn't rate Beverly Hills Cop. That's apropos of nothing else. It's not to do with his tweet here, but I was like, what? Beverly Hills Cop was a classic. Beverly Hills Cop 2 was one of the the movies where sometimes the sequel was almost better than the original. It was a different movie. I don't think it's a better movie, but it's a more... Um, it's more entertaining. No, I think, it's, I think it's less entertaining. Really? I think the first one's more entertaining, but the second one's like a grittier... Yeah, okay. Yeah, I can Mr. wear that. Mr. Arkvad. Arkvad Foley. Um, I think the second one, I don't know. It's very important, please. Was that ready? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not kidding. I'm kidding. 
What is this, $120,000? Get the fuck out of here. No, I cannot. <laughs> um, was that Rennie Harlan or Tony Scott did the second one? But it's like a, it's a bit grittier kind of like – it's le- like less jokey. Yeah, okay. And you sort of go – it's a bit more like uh, – it's more of an action comedy. Yeah, that's probably a fair call. It's funny because I rewatched it and I was like, yeah, like it's okay. Good cast. Yeah. I liked it. Hugh Hefner. Well, and, and obviously the Hugh Hefner playboy. Um, what do you call it? Mansion. <laughs> no, no, just where you get a short inclusion. A in cameo. It. A cameo. It's a, <laughs> exactly the word I was looking for. Uh, Speaking of cameo, cameo is an app. Obviously we know where you can yes. get people. We're going to planning on doing Buff Bagwell for Kelly. Oh, yeah, we were. How much does Buff charge? It was extraordinary. That's why we didn't do it. How much was it? It was like 350 bucks. Bullshit. Yeah. I want to look this up while you yeah, tell the well, story. Hold on. It was. Yeah, I'm it just was. saying that and, seems And we found, and it was for, I think it was for 40 bucks. I think if it was lowered to 20, we would have done it. But Buku. Yeah. Buku. This, oh. this is back before Buku broke into the side. Yeah, Buku. Yeah. Buku was on there for 40 bucks. We Say so shout out to my boys we'll, at the Ian Predacast. No, we were going to get you a personalized video <laughs> message for your birthday. Mate. <laughs> Buff Bagwell, book a cameo, personalised video for you, $81. That's come down a lot. You can book, you, I reckon you were looking at book a cameo for your business is $500 and then book a personal live video call is $242. So I've gone live video yeah, rather than a pre-recorded. Rather than just him just doing a pre-record for 81 I reckon they've dropped either way. I like prices. this from Geordie. There's a review. They leave reviews. Got a review for, from Geordie. Good Lord, Buff are still the stuff and we still can't get enough. Thank you for the amazing cameo and all the years of entertainment. <laughs> he, he wrestled under the name or the alias Fabian, the fantastic Fabian or the fabulous Fabian. And then as we've covered on the show, uh, spent a bit of time as a gigolo. That's right. In his later years. And has a great portrait. A beautiful likeness. <laughs> Sitting in my garage. It's a very important piece. It's <laughs> 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 <Yeah>, very important. <laughs> Oh, back to football, Sash. Um, was Voss outthought as a coach in the Richmond loss? Do you think a loss like this was a good learning experience? Had it not been for a shitty arc, we could have won. Um, I don't think it was our coach. I think, I think it's more messaging maybe. Yeah, but I don't probably think it wasn't was as, as, as prepared. Yeah. I, I think the lack of preparedness by players and the style that we were playing – I found gobsmacking, and I don't think that is a Michael Voss issue. I think the fact that Richmond took full toll in their midfield setup showed they were more prepared for what was going to happen than what we were. If you want to call that out coaching, then he was out coached. Yep. But I think as the game progressed and we made a couple of changes, we ended up in the game. So I'm not unhappy with what he's done. I thought the way that he handled himself and what he said in the media afterwards, I think, was terrific. Um, and absolutely justified, and and he he sent the message that needed to be sent. Um, you, you know what it is for me, and this is such a small thing, but maybe the lesson is, and maybe they did speak about this. I don't know, but what does the trainer tell the jockey before every ride, Tim? Track conditions. Yeah, be aware of this. Be aware do of this. this be aware of that. Yeah. Know the deck. Know whatever. Where do we want you to run? You, you may feel like we shouldn't have to tell you, but it felt like we had to tell you. Yeah, heavy. What? Are, yeah, yeah. Stewart's inquiry, correct yeah. weight, dead five. What do we think of Nature Strips win? Didn't Na- he f- Nature Stripe. Didn't he? Oh, no, how bad is that? Is that you got one job. Yeah. Who cares? One at Royal Ascot. 
A lot of people care. <laughs> I, I was going <laughs> to... You know when you think of ideas in the car, but you don't know to like, write them down in so yeah. Obviously, they don't come to fruition. But is he the one who... The horse that came second... Not technically was riderless. Second, was riderless. <laughs> Just goes to show you the jockeys are fucking useless. That the horse <laughs> that came in almost alongside him... Well, yeah, no. He's carrying 60 kilos yeah. less. Yeah. <laughs> but one of the guys goes... Oh, you know, he, he was he won by I don't know how many legs. Well, he was only about half a length in front of the other horse who had no rider. But could an argument be made, Tim? Would horse racing be more interesting if we just there no, no, no jockeys yeah. and just whoever makes it to the line? Having well, seen some horses greyhounds jump the fence into the crowd, having a guy <laughs> on top just to make sure they go in exactly the Look, right direction you can raise, help. Hey. hey. We're working through some kinks. Yeah. Okay. The one thing that We've I always... literally just come up with a fucking idea, Tim. <laughs> the one thing that I always find interesting is obviously there's a legion of people that you know talk about race horse racing being cruel. Yep, idiots, Tim. The horse loses his jockey. What does he do? Runs alongside every single other horse when he's not being forced to. He's not being whipped, and he ends up right at the pointy end of the finish. Yes, he's trying to do it, and they'll all go, "Oh, well, he got whipped in training to be able to, you know, say that he knows what to do." But it didn't look like he was hating it. No. But they're racing. That's what they want to that's do. That's what's they're what they're bred and they, that's what they if do. They're, if they're allowed to run wild, these things just sprint. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. You heard the Sebastian Maniscalco skit where he's talking about he and his wife holidaying in Italy and then they went to see a, a Bocelli concert in a, like an amphitheatre. I guess it was the summer. It was beautiful. He goes, and as we're leaving, he goes, I just see commotion. And everyone starts to get out the way. He goes, Bocelli's on a white horse just riding through the crowd. Is he, he blind? Goes, <laughs> 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 he goes, could you imagine? Like, it's, it's like just going through Times Square just on, <laughs> just on the back of a horse. You know what I love to? It's just like, it just, it's just not out of step with what you would expect. It sounds ludicrous, but if you witness it, you'd be like, it fits. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the bloke's blind, so how does he know where he's going? <laughs> but- Relying on the horse. Yeah, <laughs> how does the horse know? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, He's been whipped. <laughs> I could just imagine the bloke, like Bocelli's handler. The first time we have the conversation, how do you want the show to end? Get this. I'm going to pull up a horse. I'll just ride through the masses as they leave the concert on this horse. Thinking to yourself, but you're you fucking blind, mate. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. I can feel the road beneath Stop me. being negative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Neil Harper, <clears throat> what's been more entertaining? A, the North fans getting upset with Sauce for calling them shit. B, the Pies fans claiming <clears throat> that their injured players, three of which were first-year players, were bigger than McKay and Wietering. Or C, uh, Tigers fans thinking they're about to run a murder investigation. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's comfortably C. Yep. Yep. Comfortably C. Pies fans just, that's their own breed of silly ignorance, harmless. North fans, no one cares about them. All 14 of them. Yeah, who cares? Richmond fans, just mind-blowing levels of stupidity. Absolutely extraordinary. Peter Carrick, I know uh, we've asked this before, but it seems even more timely now. Is it time for JSOS to, quote, fulfil his destiny and play as a key defender? A lot of people want to see this. I'm not sure why. I like your enthusiasm, though, Pete. Um, but a lot of people want to see Jack play in defence, and I'm like... I just want to see him walk into the goal square at the start. And I'm like, I... I'd probably ring Steve before seeing if I want a Jack down there. I, I think what's coupling... The only, reason I, the only reason I don't want Jack to do it, because if he goes inside defensive 50, he'll get injured. Yeah, he will. It's only a matter of time before Lewis Young goes down. 
only a matter of time. Well, on the pattern, law, pattern of yeah. events, yeah. I, I think probabilities. What, he, he's not ready, but if you were able to bring Murkov in to be able to assist De Koning, uh, because if De Koning's getting sore and banged up... Someone and, actually and mentioned it was, it was you and Morton. Go, well, and I, I know we've spoken about Murkov, but the injury crisis has reached critical levels. Well, it has. Does De Koning go to centre-half back? Well, I was... And then you I, bring in Murkov to I run. was talking about De Koning going forward and then pushing Silvani back, but... Yeah, you know, I, I think if 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 we're being forced to be creative, mm-hmm. and I think the thing is, we've all seen how well Sam De Koning's playing back. It, it stands to reason that people would say, "Well, maybe you throw in Tom." But loves a mark. H Pierce, honest question: Have you committed homicide? Your recent tweets are incredibly damning. Sean homicide, Peter Butch. It's the, hey mate, if I go to trial like Amber Heard, it's going to not look good. There's going to be a lot of bad character stuff that they're going to be able to find. <laughs> I might have to purge the Twitter account if that was to happen. Uh, Jimmy Faz, what's been more entertaining, the Obi-Wan series or the events on Twitter these last few days? I asked him which of the two made more sense. That's it's a hard one to answer because Obi-Wan's been pretty poor. I haven't seen the latest episode. Yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't hurry. <clears throat> uh yeah, here we go. Football search. Also, I've now watched Beverly Hills Cop. What a uh, very average, overrated film. If it wasn't for Serge, that film would have no redeeming features. Oh. Put a bit of an arrow in the tailpipe. <laughs> oh, what a movie. <laughs> it's a very important piece. Yeah, it's funny in part, don't Oh, I reckon that just about does us for the mailbox, which means it is time for... Where's my next clip? Hold on. Where is it? Where are... Here it is. I've remastered that as well. Sounds good. It does mm. sound good, doesn't mm. it? it sounds Happy with that. Sounds, just sleep. Mate, it sounds voluminous. Bit yeah. of a cumulo nimbus. So what, what, are the, what are the other sounds? We're obviously coming towards the end. Ha, do you have the referee whistle? Uh, do I have the referee whistle? <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's the best. I've got... Yeah! <laughs> just for when you, you know, maybe a bit of an idiot... We've obviously got Who Do You Love. We've got this one for Timbo. I was going to save this one, but I'll play it now. We've got this one for Timbo whenever you go on a bit of a tear about doctor shit. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so we can play that one. We've got uh, the man. The man. And the man's back. And then it comes preloaded. So it obviously does those, like, silly effects that we, we changes your voice. But you've also got, like, a round of applause. Yeah. Yeah. We've got crickets. Crickets. I like this one. <laughs> uh, there you go. Is that called a, a, a rim shot? It's got a rim shot. You stopped yourself halfway through that. <laughs> gone. Have I overshot the mark? Because here. if I sure. say something, it'll, it'll turn into a segment. Title. Bust a nut. Hey, we need new segments all the time. Just don't just say it. Just don't think. So Johnny Raincloud. Do you have a Johnny does any of you have a Johnny Raincloud? I did, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I had one that I was gonna go off about actually. Oh, give it to us, Fab. Come on. Give it to us. Nah, give it to us. Nah, it's 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 evading me. Mine is a just something I've noticed recently. A proliferation of like English slang. So has anyone else noticed this? I don't know where it's come from and why of all times now. Because if you think about it, the era of the EPL as the sporting import is actually over. It's it's probably the NBA slash maybe the NFL now in terms of the really popular foreign sporting imports. So the EPL was unbelievably popular if you think from like 
the mid 2000s through to maybe five years ago. That was its era. Just like basketball had that Jordan era where with the NBL here as well, it's real popular. But I've noticed that like there's a lot of stuff about, oh, lad. Oh, he's a real good lad. Yep. Or, you know, you're such a, what a muppet. And all, it's like this really strange proliferation of like, and like shit like Geordie Shaw was 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. It just feels strange that now of all times, it's really come to the fore. Like I had a guy the other week call me a melt. What's and a I, melt? It's just a weird, it's just such an English, oh, you're a lemon. And you're like, okay. It's just a derogatory thing. Jess said the other day, we were talking about lunch because I, and I suggested something. He goes, oh, yeah, that slaps. And I was, I have no idea if that's bloody good or bad. <laughs> exactly right. But the younger, our younger listeners will be going, yeah, it slaps. Yeah. Do you know what it means, Sean? Yeah, yeah. It's like that song slaps or whatever. Which means good. It's good. But I'm just saying all this, like I know what these idiots are talking about, but it's just strange and it's become this, in the last little while, I've noticed this real kind of like resurgence and you're like, where, why, why now? What are you, where are you getting this from? Just say, unless it's some sort of a TikTok thing or oh, whatever maybe. else that other people are saying Mate, it, who knows? What who a knows? fucking garbage dump that place is. What is? TikTok. TikTok. I don't spend a lot of time on TikTok. I go, at, like every night when I put the kids to bed, we watch, I save the, like all the funny videos and stuff and, you know, the ones with the, there's this monkey, is <sighs> it not a monkey, he's a gorilla. It sounds who, like who a eats yeah. Who eats fruit. Yeah, and he's he's got an account, and my boys love it. Sounds. They also love. There's this one where this Indian and Chinese guy are ringing up each other. It's like a call center type thing. They love that one. They love the Chris Tucker in Rush Hour Three. The whole me and you scene. They love such a weird. It's just like. It's just millions and millions of out of context references jammed together. You know what I don't get? I don't get the um, lip syncing stuff. Yeah. Oh, the dancing and stuff. Oh, the dancing. No, people or the talking out like reenacting yeah. a movie scene or reenacting. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. Or a popular video and yeah. doing it your own way, it's, doing yeah. something else. Yeah. It's, uh, There's a lot of it. But if you end up like, say, if you, the way I understand it, the old for you page, so what comes up on your thread, the more you like a certain thing. So if you like, like I like watching people. It's gonna sound stupid. I get. I went down a rabbit hole watching someone surface a car. This guy was just changing oils and stuff. And now I just get. See, that sounds like a YouTube video to me. Yeah. Honestly, I was just watching video. All this guy did. It was the same video, but just different cars. He was undoing the sun plug, draining the oil, putting in some engine flush, <laughs> topping it up with oil. That's it. And I was just oh, that's great. And I watch another one and another one, and then all of a sudden, an hour and a half's gone by, and I've watched this. It's dawn. He's like, oh, shit, I've got to be at work. Animation bloke. <laughs> Servicing cars. The guy washing car, like, you know, detailing cars as well. Guys who restore, like, old machinery and stuff. I don't know why. I love it. You give me a montage of people falling over. I am a happy man. Honestly. I save those type of videos for my boys. They are. They Ale- lose it. Elise. Elise takes a lot of things in life very, very seriously. Just don't you, show her our Twitter feed, please. No, you show her. You show her a video or a series of videos of people slipping over and falling over. She is a Did she mess. Have was an one. alarm set for six thirty Saturday night way back in the day for no, funniest time videos. Know, maybe was that five thirty? Maybe she did. That was a Walsh family thing. I don't know. My family never really watched. Yeah, I never watched it either. Why do they yeah. always fab? 
they're always recording silly hijinks. They always just happen to record yeah. the stupidity stupidity mm. of someone getting caught in the roller door or something. What, yeah. what was the old one where the kid had the brother's ear or something like that? Yeah, Charlie bit my finger. Yeah, that's the one. That was the finger. arguably, arguably one of the first viral. It was internet videos. It, it was. It's been and and they're now like twenty eight years yeah. of age. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was just Who was the host? What was her name? She got caught giving a uh, some fellatio. Kim. On. What? That was Jet Jip. No, it was um, Blondie what, Girl. On Funny yeah. Stone Videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, uh, Joe Beth Taylor. Joe Beth Taylor. I know yeah. old mate Bob Saget hosted the American. US one. Yeah, no. Yeah. He's she, dead. She was he caught, is dead. She was caught on CCTV um, with a mouthful. Ooh. Over in. Johnny Diesel? Um, no, I don't think he was involved in this one. Zabby. Right on the tip he, of my he, tongue. He was right. He was at Jennifer Kite's house that day. Um, <laughs> That's. I reckon. Of all the things I love about Fab, and there aren't many, but um, <laughs> there aren't many. Of all the things I love about Fab, I reckon I love how much he loves that story. <laughs> he, he does love that story. So uh, I think. It, I think and before it, it was Joe Beth Taylor. Was it Tony Pierin? Was she on it? I know Mimi. Oh, in that one, yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying another sex video. I, <laughs> I, I haven't picked up the Tony Pierin one, but. Um, yeah, she was. Who hosted What's Up, Doc? All I know is Mark um, Whitney hosted The Sophie's. one that was in the castle. Sophie. No, Sophie for Mike, I used to do it for No, no, no. It's, a, it's like a Sophie. She was the one that Sophie was in Lee? the castle. Sophie Lee? Yeah. Just that. Sophie for Mike. There was, was actually. From? Which means ant. Does it really? Formica, yeah. There was actually a good video I saw yesterday. Is that why they call it Formica Acid? Probably. What? Um, it kills the ants. Comes out of the ants or something. Yeah, well, I don't know. know. There was a funny video on Twitter about a, um, just like a stationary, you know, a, um, what do they call it? A, a, a keyhole camera thing. You know, people record their front doors. Mm-hmm. And this guy, this camera, and it's always funny because you're like, what's about to happen here? What's going to happen? It's just a stationary camera showing the street. All of a sudden, to the left, you hear like bang, crash, and then a car comes around the corner, goes on its side. Rolls about 15 metres on its side into a tree. It's followed by about three police cars who pull up behind it. At this point, the owner of the property has run out like there's a commotion. He's run out and he's like, oh, is everyone okay? The dudes in the van are kicking the windshield out because it's on its side. And they're like, they emerge from the van. And then more cop cars come with dogs. And then they run away. And the guy, this is just run back inside. He's gone, holy shit. And it's all captured on his home videos. It's just, just the most extraordinary. It's just, just caught everything. I just love the idea of him coming out being like, oh, shit, are these guys? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm getting out of here. It Must very, find that very one. very good. Yeah, it's somewhere. It was only yesterday or a day or two ago. Oh, right. Internet moves very fast. Have you got your Johnny Raincloud? No. Have you got your Johnny Raincloud? No, nah, I didn't, didn't find it, mate. I'll have to write these things down. Your homework for next week is just... You know, I did my homework last time you said it when you, you know the whole three things you want to see. The notes in your phone, just like a note when you think of a Johnny Rain Cloud. Yeah, that's yeah. what I need to do. You just make a note. Brooklyn Hustle next week, Tats Tiara. Is that the which is the name of the horse? Brooklyn Hustle. Okay. I thought it was the Brooklyn Hustle was the race six or something. I thought Brooklyn Hustle was that that movie with J Lo. Wasn't it? What was that called? I don't know. J Lo, she's a stripper. Um, with the Asian girl from um from uh, Hustle, yes, it's just Hustlers, isn't it? Ah, okay. You know, it was a you know it was a good movie back in the day, just for a bit of a striptease. Same kind of vein, but a little bit more. Um, Jessica Alba Showgirls. in Honey. Oh, sorry. Oh, well, you said same kind of vein. I was just going with she was, the... she was looking very good. Showgirls was the girl from Saved by the Bell, Timbo. 
The, yeah. blonde, the blonde girl. Elizabeth, whatever her name was. She yep. just wanted to just you know, dip her toe in the water of more serious stuff. Yeah. With Kyle, whatever his name was. Who? McLaughlin. That's the one. He's a weird unit, isn't he? He is. Yeah. Who's Kyle McLaughlin? The actor. Craig's brother. <laughs> Gil as well and, <laughs> and obviously Haim Hammer Everyone's favourite You hate Hammer Don't you Not a fan No Do you remember when he was on SEN No He did the breakfast show on SEN For a little bit And he was just like My abiding memory of him on SEN Is they did this They had this concept with the ad reads Which was actually like Not a bad idea Where the idea was If you wanted to advertise MGA Yep It wouldn't just be a you know, a, a read, someone sitting there going, MGA, your one-stop uh, consultants for blah, 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 blah. It was conducted as if it was like an on-air interview. <coughs> so it was Haim, in this case, mm. being like, Fabian, tell us a bit about MGA. And you, and it was a mm. bit more conversational. And you sort of went, yeah. oh, that's actually not bad. Yeah. I get why you're doing this. They did one for, um, oh, jeez. I remember it now. One of the car dealerships. And Haim spent the ad saying that every other one of his rivals, like, they know what they're doing. They've got, because you think of your rivals, you think of Nick Theodosi. <laughs> he's like listing off these blokes. You go and, because he's like, oh, I don't know what to call my, my company. And Haim's like, well, all your other contemporaries have got their shit in order. They've just named themselves. And you kind of go, the takeaway here is that this guy doesn't have his house in order. Absolutely not. This is terrible advertising. <laughs> and you're pumping up all the. Uh, and you're, you're making, you're making Can I pay you 10 grand for you to run my business into the ground? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think 10 grand's enough, is it? What did he end up losing at the AFL sensation? Millions? No idea. Ah, uh, hey. Hopefully when his brother's gone, he'll go too. <laughs> we done? We are. You're out of fumes, are you? You done? Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, you're on him. Got to go home and watch the Poggumentary. No, you don't. Don't <laughs> put yourself through that. Canadian Grand Prix at three. You won't Why be watching we? that. Fuck that. I'll watch the replay. Do you know what? I actually might watch the Canadian Grand Prix. I might ask... Actually, just waking up, I'll probably fall asleep on the couch and then open my eyes. And hopefully, it's the start. <laughs> well, you just set your alarm. No, no, no. Yeah, no. Well, it's a, I hope it pans out for you, I suppose. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Dr. Davis, thank you so much for your time today. Always a pleasure, you murdering bastard. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Tim. And for Faba Ganoush. Out of there, Gutsy. Quick shout out to my boys. Happy birthday to the both of them. On your boys. Catch you next time.